0: Welcome in to week one, the second game of the season for the Alcoa Tornadoes as we are once again at Goddard Field to host the Highlanders of Gatlinburg-Pittman. Gatlinburg last week started their season off on Thursday night and it got off to a bad note as they lost to Seymour 14-13 to and Seymour coming off a winless season from the week before. Uh, they don't seem to be or will be much resistance tonight to Alcoa as this game should slide away very easily in the first half. I look at I look for it to be under mercy rule by at least halftime and also some on um, one of the best players for Gatlinburg-Pittman or is on crutches with a gimpy ankle and will not play. What quarterback will they use? We don't know. We'll get to that in the scouting report coming up moments away with Dan, the man, Branton and Heath. It's another football Friday night here at Goddard Field in Alcoa. Still warm, but it's football season.
1: Absolutely is Marty. As we come into week two with the tale of two different teams. Alcoa comes into week two, 1-0 after a very impressive victory against Ray County, 41 to 13 to start the season. And you look at Gallenberg-Pittman, as you mentioned, Marty, starting the season 0-1 against Seymour, where they lost 13-14. Now, this is a Gallenberg-Pittman team that last year was 10-3, 4-1 in the region, averaging 24 points a game, allowing 16, and they lost in the quarterfinals of the 3A playoffs. To guess who? Alcoa, 13-49. Another change this year for Gallenberg-Pittman, not only how strong their team is, Marty, They've got a new football coach. The new football coach, Brad Wagner, takes over this season after Derek Rain resigned. Wagner comes into this season 84-61 overall in his career as a coach in high school football. Very interesting story, Marty, for Wagner. He started his collegiate career as a linebacker at Georgia Tech, finished his career at Liberty University, but what he learned from Georgia Tech – was the wing T offense. He carried that with him. He carries it to this day as he brings it here to Gautenburg-Pittman. Try to slow the pace of the game down, help his team with misdirection, confuse the opponent. But here's the thing, Marty. Alcoa now is a little bit well-versed in this after their opponent last week in Ray County. So this is not something new to them.
0: No, it's not, And, and Coach Rankin told us before the season that, you know, they were going to see an unorthodox offense the first game of the season. He, they handled the unorthodox wing tee week one. This will not be as much of a test, I don't think, as Ray County was last week. And you know what I think about the wing T offense.
1: Well, you may not like the wing T offense, Marty, but you may like Brad Wagner a little bit more after I tell you this. After playing college ball, he was a grad assistant at the University of Alabama. After he spent some time at Alabama, he also was an assistant at Virginia Military Institute in West Alabama as well, and coached for a while in high school in Georgia, Florida, and Alabama, and coached two future NFL players in Andrew Gardner and Calvin Johnson who just got inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. He went back to the collegiate ranks. Yeah, he went back to the collegiate ranks as an assistant director of personnel at Georgia Tech until 2017, went to Trousdale County to coach for the next two seasons. His final season with Trousdale, he led them to the 2A state championship where they they lost to Peabody. And then after that, um, Marty, he went to uh, South Pittsburgh last season where he also helped them advance to the state championship game. He was the defensive coordinator there and they lost to Fayetteville 20 to 14. So he knows what it takes to build a championship program to help lead them to big heights, but it's going to be really hard in a region where every season you have to face Alcoa and with a Gallenberg pittman team, who since 1977 and the 13 times they've played Alcoa, they've never won.
0: And it won't start tonight either. I'll be that bold, but Guy, has a good resume mm-hmm. and it's something that where maybe they can start up there i know they don't have a lot of students actually on campus uh, but they go ahead and they count the ninth graders toward their enrollment as far as classification goes so they can play freshman they, they you know i spoke to uh steve branton who is uh, works in the central office there in Sevierville, and he just says they they don't have the liberty of not letting freshmen participate because they need the numbers and, you know, and the same goes for Maribel too. Maribel on campus only has a little under 1,300 kids, but they also count their freshmen toward their enrollment, which keeps them at 6A because Coach Krolls never wanted to not have the opportunity to play a freshman if they were good enough. So that's going to do it for the first part of the Everding Orthodontics pregame show. When we come back, we will have the scouting report on Gatlinburg-Pittman and a further look into the action as the Tornadoes host the Highlanders. We'll be back in two minutes.
2: or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
3: Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS one six four one three two five.
4: I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. (laughs)
1: All right, welcome back into the Everton Orthodontics pregame show here on the Twins City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week as your Alcoa Tornadoes hosts the Highlanders of Burt pittman I'm Heath Dunkel, and I've got Dan the man here with me, an uh, intern for us this year, helping us out throughout the season off and on. Uh, Dan, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit
5: about yourself? Thank you, Heath. My name is Dan Brenton and I am a current student sophomore at the University of Tennessee. Um, I'm majoring in journalism, electronic media, so I'm, you know, I'm just happy for the chance to be out here and just getting some experience, you know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. Now, Dan, um, you didn't go to Gallenberg pittman but you were near them in high school, correct? You went, you went to uh, Sevier County High School.
5: I did. I played receiver and outside linebacker for the Smoky Bears, which was coached all four years for me under head coach tony lingenfelter
1: awesome and and you know how did you know playing high school football how do you think that really kind of prepared you for a moment like this
5: well one of the great coaches at my old high school his name was steve brewer Mm -hmm. and he wasn't you know he never got to play a lot like me but the fact that he was on the sideline and he was watching teams as they played you know our team he got a lot of experience, you know, watching different defensive and offensive formations, and, you know, he was able to pick up on the game, and that's what, you know, sparked his interest for coaching. So it also sparked my interest for one to be a commentator one day. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Well, we'll definitely give you some opportunities this year. Now, uh, we start tonight as, as last week we had you on the field a lot doing film work and um, getting some camera shots for us, and we'll do that a little bit more tonight. But in the pregame show, you and I talked about how we wanted to talk a little bit about Gallenberg-Pittman and Alcoa and the matchup tonight and your thoughts on this. And you put a lot of work in this this week on kind of game prepping for them. Um, Gallenberg-Pittman, kind of like I said earlier, 10-3 and last season, struggled to start this year. What's your thoughts of Gallenberg-Pittman so far and what have you learned about him?
5: Well, for all I can say is after that horrible loss, tragic loss in overtime, 14-13 to 13, to Seymour, the Highlanders are looking to really bounce back here in this game. But it's going to be hard going up against the defending state champions. So for Gallenberg pittman they return an even distribution of both six on the offense and six on the defense. They also bring back both of their quarterbacks in Nathan Hoffman and Brady Hammonds. But the question that GP fans are wanting to know right now is who is going to get the most snaps and who, who's the guy? Who's the guy? Mm-hmm. So the two quarterbacks, one of them is Nathan Hoffman. He's got a great arm. He's able to throw it really long down the field but his problem that he struggles with is running out and making plays with his legs. Whereas Brady Hammonds is a complete opposite. He's really good with his legs. He's able to create plays with his legs. And this offense, like you said before, is centered in a wing teeth offense. So that's kind of how Coach Wagner has it set up for Brady. So I think Brady will get the most snaps and he'll be starting tonight.
1: Well, we also have another insider as well to help us, Um, Coach Kip Jones, who's up here in the booth. Brady Hammonds is his nephew, and uh, I believe after talking with him, Hammonds will get the nod to start tonight, so we'll see how he does, but uh, a big opportunity for a young sophomore. Obviously, he played a lot as a freshman, too, but still, a sophomore starting quarterback, new offense, playing Alcoa. you've heard about Alcoa before. You and I talked about that a little bit last week. You, you knew who Alcoa was because people talk about them, right? No matter what county you're in around this area, people know who Alcoa is because of how good they are and what they do each and every season with the consistency, but you finally got to see him in person last week. An upfront look at what this team really looks like. What are your thoughts on that?
5: Well, I can safely say that obviously throughout my four years of playing high school, all I heard was Alcoa this, Alcoa that, you know, how they're one of the best teams in the state of Tennessee, and Last week was no short of not being surprised. They are as good as advertised. I mean, they have a real brilliant quarterback in Caden Buckles and they also have really good depth and talent in the skill position area and also on the offensive line. Their defense, they did lose some key players in Isaiah Cox to Cincinnati and Camden Burden to Charlotte. Yeah. But they are still as talented as ever and I And we hope, and a lot of Alcoa fans do hope to see him again in the state championship.
1: Well, I certainly think we will, Dan. Now, kind of back to the game at hand between Alcoa and Galloway Pittman. I asked you to not only do a scouting report on these teams, but give me your score prediction. So I'm going to let you go ahead and give it to us. What do you think is going to happen tonight?
5: Well, considering that GP does struggle, like they do have a lot of talent. They have tons of talent they have a, like I said before they have a lot of re- starters returning but the uh, one area that they lack in is not only all their starters young a lot of them have no experience there are some players that are coming back like the quarterbacks I mentioned that do have some experience playing the game they also have Reese Cole who's like a one listed in five star perhaps as a underrated dark horse to have a really good season this year mm-hmm. but what the Highlanders struggle in most, of, most areas is just inexperience and just youth in general, the depth. And plus, going up against a team like Alcoa, it's going to be tough for the Highlanders. So, with that being said, out of the five last matchups since, since 2018, Alcoa has beaten Gallenberg Pittman by a combined score of 255 to 13. So, with that being said, I feel like Alcoa will win 49 to 7 against the Highlanders. All I feel right. like.
1: Okay, forty-nine to seven. You think it's you think they're gonna square that forty-nine in the first half? or most of them, or how much things gonna happen in the first half?
5: I feel like Alcoa will go up on the Highlanders forty-nine to nothing at the half, and then it'll all go down from there. I feel like GP will maybe get a touchdown or two, but I said I, I'm predicting a touchdown. Okay. In the second half, when they put their JV in, but that's all I have for now, Eve.
1: Okay. Okay. Awesome. So 49 to 7 is your score prediction. I'm going to go ahead and make one too then. I'm going to say Alcoa 56 and Gallenberg Pittman 3. Really? 56. I'm going to say 56 to 3. So you're going to say 49 to 7. I'm going to say 56 to 3. We'll find out what happens. Um, But for now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I will be wrapping up the pre-game show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week on 100.9 FM, 850 AM Rocky Top Sports Radio, and then we'll get things rolling. Hope you're excited as we are because we are ready to go here in week two.
6: We'll be back in just a few minutes. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends, from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Marable be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Marable.
7: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all-season traction, and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And
8: get more for your crossover. We all come from many walks of life. But no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com.
9: We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in
10: Maryville. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on.
11: Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With office in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho.
0: I just needed the cue from Iggy to bring us back. We're at Goddard Field in Alcoa as we are awaiting a 7 p.m. kickoff as the Tornadoes play host to the Highlanders of Gatlinburg-Pittman. Great job. Dan, on your first scouting report. Looking forward to more of those as the years go, as the year goes on. Uh, just your thoughts so far on, you know, what you've witnessed in the booth and what your thoughts are about, you know, getting to work with the two-hop crew the rest of the season.
5: Thank you, Marty. It's been a pleasure so far to work with a group of awesome guys like you are. You know what I'm saying? I love just you know getting the experience and hopefully just hopefully you'll be seeing me one day hosting the CBS game of the week for the SEC network.
0: That would be awesome. Remember to you know remember us small people when you get there. I did a did a fantastic job on the scouting report first time on the air. I didn't seem to be nervous at all. Did a, a great job and and we appreciate the efforts that you've added to the pregame show. Um, Coming up, any more insight? I know that uh, Gatlinburg Pittman's 0 and 13. Um, they run the wing T offense. First year head coach, great resume. Um, you know, two quarterbacks. As you said, Hammonds is going to get the start. And if I'm not wrong, or if I'm incorrect, now his grandfather was a longtime coach. at GP, wasn't he?
5: Yes, he is. Yes, he was. Um, I actually know the guy. His name is Lee Hammonds. And I also happen to know his other son too. Is a good friend of mine. His name is Pierce. I worked with him this summer at the Tennessee Cider Company. But awesome. Lee was a really good coach for a long time, and uh, it's you know good to see his son succeeding in football. Right now, Pierce is at Tennessee Tech trying to walk on, and I don't know if he's on the team yet. I've not really heard much from him. But Right now, Brady's kind of you know trying to tear it up for his for his for his for Lee's old school Thank you. Yeah,
0: and I know you said that, that Gatlinburg-Pittman had lost a couple of starters off the offensive line, and they've got some kids that actually, like you said, they're not only young, but they have no experience. Uh, from watching Alcoa's defensive line against uh, Ray County last week, whoever is at quarterback for GP tonight better strap their helmet on because they're in for a beating.
5: Oh yeah, definitely. With with GP losing two of their like two of their best linemen and Saben Moore, who is I believe all district and an all-state lineman, and Kevin Burkett, it's going to be a tough night for the Highlanders against that Alcoa defensive line. They are big and they are nasty. If there's one thing I've learned about football is you can have all the skilled players and all the running backs and all the quarterbacks you can have. But if you don't have the big uglies up front, you will go nowhere with the football team.
0: The big uglies up front. I didn't even know if you were aware of that concept. That's what the great Keith Jackson used to call the offensive lineman. And it wasn't because they were big and ugly. It's because they were big and the work they had to do was the ugly work to be able to you know, win the football game and move the ball. So that's how that term was coined and uh, good for the younger generations to know about that good for you to help it live on and you know as we've lost some of the great commentators over the years john madden's out of the sport um, he kind of got old after a while as his steak, but uh, never did keith Jackson's steek ever get old uh, as alcoa now uh, is making its way out of the dressing room they're taking their traditional walk in front of the home stands here on the near side of the football field and they are wearing tonight their home maroon jerseys with white numerals outlined in aluminum and an aluminum white stripes on the sleeves over solid white football pants and as always the aluminum colored helmet with maroon face mask and the maroon tornado logo on each side of the helmet across the way the highlanders will be wearing their Uh, there's no way they're wearing that they got to see some players in some blue jerseys. here they come
5: marty they're wearing their white jerseys with yellow pants and gold helmets
0: they are indeed they and they've got yellow numbers which i hate but they've got white jerseys with yellow numerals over yellow football pants with white and blue striping and they have their yellow helmets with blue stripe and white wording on the side and it almost kind of looks like the helmet of the Pitt panthers whom tennessee fans will see in a couple of weeks any thoughts on the big orange heading into this 2021 season
5: well, I, since I've been at the since I've been at the university for about two weeks now, I've gotten not really gotten to see much, but I do have a friend in my fraternity that works for the UT football team. So what he can tell me is the Michigan transfer quarterback. He will probably likely be the starter because of this new offense that Heupel is trying to incorporate within Tennessee's new offensive scheme. Um, right now, according to his reports also Harrison Bailey is not looking so good with this newfangled offense but I'm pretty sure volunteer fans all around the state are just waiting anxiously waiting for that first game at Bowling Green Tennessee
0: your thought on Mauer transferring out did he see the writing on the wall you think I think he did um, he came in as kind
5: of like a dark horse to start but I think he saw as soon as you know he wasn't putting up much of the much of the numbers and like putting in much of the effort and practice I think he just, you know, decided, you know what? It's my my time at Tennessee is over and and decided to hang up the towel.
0: Yeah, I wish that young man well. He's, uh, you know, had a lot of mental issues and uh, thought about committing suicide at one time. And let's just wish him well and wherever his endeavors take him. And we'll find out who the large run out there at quarterback this season. I think they've got their work cut out for them. There's not, but possibly three guaranteed wins on the schedule. I think they could win up to six games uh, as we now go back down to the field for the coin toss. It will be for Alcoa, number five, that is Colby Bledsoe, number 51, that is Kyle Birchfield, number 25, That is D.J. Foster, and once again, number eight is Isaiah Bryant. And I cannot pick up the numbers of the Highlanders and those yellow numerals for their captains. There's only two of them. As always, Alcoa does send all of their seniors partially out on the field for the coin toss to represent their contingent of captains. I'm trying to see them, and I just can't see Obviously, the Alcoa players are blocking our view of those numbers uh, for the captains, for GP. Uh, one is the senior wide receiver, Cole Reese. And we'll get to the other one momentarily as the officials are going over the ground rules, basically, and showing them what's heads and tails on the coin. And they'll call it before he tosses it in the air. And we'll soon know who gets the ball first as the clock has a fresh 12 minutes on it for the first quarter. The coin's in the air. And it looks like... It looks like GP has won the toss. They have deferred their choice to the second half. So Alcoa, once again this week, will get the ball first. And... That's how we'll start it. Let's take a quick two-minute break, and we'll be back with the kick and the Twin Cities Certified and Marable game of the week. You've been listening to the Everything Orthodontics pregame show here on WKVL FM 100.9.
12: CBD is sold everywhere these days.
13: But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products.
12: 100% certified organic full spectrum.
13: CBD American Shaman.
12: The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology.
13: Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee.
12: Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD.
13: Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed.
12: Not evaluated by the FDA and not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease.
2: Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O, construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust.
0: We are back at Goddard Field and approaching kickoff as the Highlanders will kick to the tornadoes and it'll be Harris, Williams, and is that number eight? That is also Isaiah Bryant will be back deep for the Tornadoes and Beasley to kick for GP. Number 26 Or 25, I'm sorry. Carlton Griesling, and the kick is uh, attempted onside, and Alcoy is able to follow on it, and they will have great field position at the 44-yard line. So actually, Heath, I don't mind the call there at all on the attempted kick, and uh, it was recovered by the freshman, Eli Owens, that goes about 6'4", 230, freshman.
1: You send uh, send it deep to some of those special playmakers for Alcoa, you probably run the risk of giving up more, if not a touchdown. So trying to minimize the impact this Alcoa special teams can have and then see if your defense can do something here. So yeah, smart call that time, in my opinion, by Coach Wagner of the Highlanders.
0: I concur as Alcoa almost ran two back last week early. And it will be the senior, Buckles, at quarterback at a shotgun. He'll turn and give the ball to Harris, and there's a gaping hole. Harris has got it past midfield, breaks a tackle at 45. He's off to the races. He is in to the maroon rectangle on the first play of the game for a...
14: Harris, Sanders,
0: El Himador Touchdown, Tornadoes. Sorry, I got my paperwork mixed up. (laughs) And it will once again, on to kick for the Tornadoes now, will be number 20, that is Bacon Lauderback. And Heath, I thought with McAllister being eligible to play tonight, we might see him.
1: Well, he is strapped up and ready to go. It looks like he will be doing the kickoff duties, Marty. As he's going over there getting ready with the kickoff team. They're going to let louder back here
0: get the extra point. Yeah, uh, Griffin McAllister has a really strong leg. And, you know, just watching his film from, uh, of summer, I mean, he can kick it. He hit a field goal, I believe, of about uh, a little over 50 yards, you know, in the summer. And those aren't, you know, live bullets, but nonetheless, he's got, it shows you what kind of leg he's got.
1: Absolutely, and- You know, an extra point like this, Marty, hopefully a chip shot and also gives this young freshman kicker an opportunity to continue to grow and develop. I thought he did well last week, um, and I look for him to do some great things in the future for us.
0: I'm starting to wonder, you know, what the holdup is. There seems to be Uh, The clock's not working. It is now at 11.47 is what they have on the clock. So the first play takes 13 seconds. That was the length of the Alcoa drive and one play and a 56-yard TD scamper for Jordan Harris. And that was about easy as you get, Heath. I mean, there was a huge hole. He slips an ankle tackle at the 45, and he's off to the races.
1: Yeah, Jordan Harris, a good game last week, Marty, and looking to just continue that this week as Harris really made his presence felt on special teams. 126 kick return yards last week. Um, had one carry for 16 yards, had two receptions for 18 yards and one reception TD, but the special teams really made the difference tonight, getting things going on the ground early and uh, often, I'm sure throughout the rest of this fall game.
0: The snap, the set, the kick, doing. It's seven to nothing very quickly in favor of the tornadoes. Let's take a 60 second break and we'll be back after these messages with the Carico construction kickoff. On the home side of the field here at Goddard Field are jumping as Alcoa bursts out to an early 7-0 lead on a 56-yard touchdown run by Jordan Harris. Now Griffin McAllister on to kick the Carico Construction kickoff for the Tornadoes. And it's high end over end and will sail easily into the end zone. And that's a weapon, Heath, when you can make a team start at their 20 all night long. Well, you
1: look at last season, Marty Griffin, McAllister kicking to around the 20, having to kick at an angle most of the time because he wasn't able to get it all the way to the end zone. He has put in so much work this offseason and, as you mentioned, gotten a lot stronger, not only kicking deep field goals when needed, but that leg has really, and distance has increased as well with how he can put the ball out, put it in the end zone, and help his defense. so A really nice job by that young man.
0: Working with Coach Lopez, who was a really good one at, during his time in high school at Seymour. It's Gatlinburg-Pittman now out in the wing tee. They'll work from a spread, and they'll hand it right up the middle, and there's a hole. Heath is number six. Brady Hammonds, at running back that time, takes the give and goes out to about the 26-yard line. Marty,
1: that was actually, um, it appeared to be 16. Let me just ah, okay. Uh, Levi Hill one of the senior running backs for this team on the carry.
0: Yeah, indeed it was. I've got that. Once again, I forgot my binoculars, <laughs> especially with these numbers. They're really bad.
1: We'll have to, we'll have to bring them and, le- and I set the binoculars they, up here.
0: I thought they made a rule that you couldn't have pastel numbers anymore.
1: I don't quite remember if that goes into effect this year or next year.
0: All right, three receivers to the left and under the right. The give once again is to the back. Number 16. Number sixteen, that is Levi Hill, Levi Garrett Hill. If you're used to the or familiar with the loose sleeve tobacco, as he gets out past the 45 or out past the 35 to the 36-yard line, he'll pick up a first down and a nice couple of runs for Hill, the running back from Gatlinburg Pittman.
1: Yeah, lost some premier linemen from last year's teams. That's one of the concerns for them coming into a game like this. But so far, so good on those first two runs for GP.
0: And it will be Brady Hammonds in the shotgun. He'll have once again the same set, three receivers to the left, none to the right. He's going to throw a screen out to the tight end who's wide open at the line of scrimmage. He catches the ball, turns it upfield, past the 45, out to the 50 goes the tight end. I'm still trying to get his number. It is Reese Cole, the All-State Tied in for GP. He's a big boy, Heath.
1: Yeah, he certainly is a good catch. And we've got a penalty on the play. Let's see if we figure out what it is. It's against Alcoa.
0: A personal foul, late hit, and that'll pick up even more yardage down the field. So it'll give them a you know a first down and then some as the ball will be placed at the Alcoa 35-yard line. So a, a good looking drive thus far by the Highlanders
1: misdirection, and getting the ball out of your quarterback's hands quickly. First, the two big runs, quickly getting it to a running back, letting the skills position player make a move, and in that last one, letting Hammonds quickly throw it to the outside and let his tight end do the rest.
0: And it will be the big tight end that is Cole lining up. Now in motion, he goes from right to left. They'll give the ball to, once again, Hill, number 16, out of the backfield. A good tackle that time by the quarterback as he comes up. That was number four. That was Jamal Williams, and he'll stop the play uh, for a gain of about, we're going to say three yards as they move it down to the – actually, it's going to be placed at the 33, so it was just a gain of two on the carry.
1: He'll very shifty back, look to try to bounce to the outside, saw pressure, went to cut it back in, and Williams dove for his legs, wrapped him up, and brought him down. So uh, a nice job. He gained two on the play, but uh, – that. They'll take it if you're Alcoa after giving up a couple big plays for GP so far. Ball at the 33-yard line and it is 7-0 Alcoa with 940 left to go here in the
0: first. And shotgun formation once again out of the wing tee. There's three receivers. The Ball dropped. It skips between the legs on a funny bounce of Hammonds. He is, however, able to fall on the football back at the 41 and that'll be a loss of eight on the play, Heath. And this is what you don't want in the wing T offense. Third and long.
1: Yeah, just unable to hold on to the pigskin there. And because of it, went from second and eight to third. And it looks about 16 now for Gallenberg Pittman. So, yeah, you're right, Marty. The wing T offense is not really built for big time plays. I will say this, though. So Ray County last week had a couple times when they got in situations like this where they faked the run, brought tricked that young Alcoa secondary and was able to get a big pass down the field. If you're Wagner, you're hoping you're able to do something like that.
0: And there's a stoppage of play once again, and it will be GP taking a timeout. And we will take the timeout with them. It's a Lee Franks volunteer home mortgage timeout back in 60 seconds with the Twin Cities certified in Maryville game of the week.
10: Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did.
9: El Jimidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040, and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jemador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jemador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
0: back at Goddard Field. And Heath, another infraction against the Highlanders. And they're looking now at third and 20.
1: False start on the offense, moves them back another five yards, Marty. And going to be tough sledding here for the Highlanders who actually look to appear to be in the shotgun
14: formation this time.
0: They are, they're back. They look, there's a blitz by Alcoa. It is Hammonds just getting the ball away and it is Oskied. It's an interception by Alcoa, I believe that is Williams. Or no, is that number eight?
1: That's Jordan Harris.
0: Jordan Harris making the interception, and what a great athletic play by that young man. And Heath, he's already starting to make his presence for the Axe House player of the game.
1: Certainly is, Marty. A touchdown to start the game on a 56-yard run and then that time a big-time interception and got his head around a little late, almost what it seemed like as they were trying to go to Reese up above him. Reese was waiting on it. Harris turned around quickly, saw it, jumped up, and made a quick reaction interception. So now Alcoa gets the football on the 28-yard line.
0: And it will be a shotgun for Buckles. He'll have three receivers, two to left, one to right. What's going to be a handoff to Harris? A lot of room again as he scampers out past the 30, 35, and finally brought down at the 41-yard line. And he'll pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
1: Big time first down, and Alcoa quickly back to the line of scrimmage. As Buckles gets the snap, he'll hand it off to Harris again, and Harris up the middle. Not quite a first down, but he got about seven on the play. Another positive run, and Harris so far, Marty, is slicing and dicing up this defense.
0: Yeah, and the offensive line's having their way with the defensive front of the Highlanders, as once again it's shotgun, a new back end of the game now, and four receivers. And the back is Elijah Cannon. He picks up the blitz and does a good job, and just overthrown is the freshman, Eli Owens. Couldn't quite get a hand on it, he was wide open but it's uh, Buckles unable to make the connection and it'll be now third down and about five. We'll say a long five with 7.52 remaining in the first quarter. It's seven nothing Alcoa on the Twin Cities certified in Maryville game of the week. Smoky Mountain Axe House is our player of the game sponsor. Shotgun buckles. He's got three receivers in the back. He looks, he pumps, he's got a wide open number three. That is James Branson and Branson turns, tucks, makes a move inside the 40, 35, 30. That is, I'm sorry, that's Major Newman looking at the wrong roster, Marty. And uh, still, I'm making early season mistakes, but nonetheless, that's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives game of the week for the Tornadoes. And they're gonna pick up the pace and go no huddle with four receivers and one back. Three to the three receivers right, one left, a bad snap. Buckle's able to pick it up, runs out of the pocket, finds a receiver as he's directing travel, and that's Williams making the catch. And it looks like there's gonna be a face mask added to this game as he gets it inside the common sense pass control red zone down to about the 17 and they'll add yardage to that on the infraction personal foul face mask so that'll be half the distance so that'll take it down to heath about the eight and a half yard line
1: yeah making mistakes on offense and on defense for the highlanders and giving alcoa free yardage as they're gonna to continue to move forward into this red zone as they will now be at around. They're gonna mark him at Marty, it looks like about the eight yard line.
0: Indeed, and it'll be first and goal at that point. It'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Shotgun, Cannon the lone setback, two receivers, three receivers left, one right. And they'll fake the give to Cannon and it'll be Buckles to keep and he'll run untouched into the maroon rectangle for another El Jimador touchdown. Tornadoes with 728 left and that pushes the score now to 13 to nothing. Alcoa
1: quickly building the lead that we predicted and now on to kick for
0: Alcoa Bacon Loudermilk. And the snap the set by Lunsford, the kick doing. Alcoa extends their lead to 14 to nothing. And, and now we'll go to a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. Back in 30 seconds with the Carrico Construction kickoff. You're listening to the Twin City Certified and Maryville Game of the Week.
7: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
0: The treacherously hip bringing us back in as we are at Goddard Field where the Tornadoes are enjoying a 14 to nothing lead as they just got on the board again with Caden Buckles scampering about eight yards for another Alcoa touchdown. It is Griffin McAllister set to kick and we'll get into some social media shoutouts momentarily. Kick is a low line drive. He missed it, but it will reach the end zone on a hop and that's another touchback, Heath. And it will be the... Highlanders having to start from their 20-yard line.
1: Highlanders had some success in that first offensive drive, moving down the field, got past the 50, and all of a sudden, things fell apart. The Highlanders went downhill quickly as penalty after penalty, a fumble as well that caused the quarterback to lose a few yards and fall on it, moved them in the wrong direction, and ultimately, tried to go on third and long to a deep pass to Cole Reese that was intercepted by Jordan Harris. So see if the Highlanders can get some of that momentum back, see if they can move a little bit farther and do something right here.
0: Still Hammond's in at quarterback. Uh, the running back is Hill beside him on his left hip. Three receivers left. The give is off tackle left to Hill. Lowers his head and picks up about seven yards. He yeah. uh, he brought the house, or didn't bring the house, but he laid the wood there to a would-be Alcoa tackler.
1: Yeah, he certainly did, Marty. had some uh, speed behind him and was able to just lower the boom and awfully close to a first down. It looks like it's going to be second and one for GP.
0: Yeah, he he just trucked an Alcoa linebacker right there. And 6.55 remaining in the first quarter, 14-0. Alcoa, the Highlanders with the ball, second one at their own 29. Shotgun formation, same formation. The give, same play. And same result, it'll be a first down for Hill as he finally is ushered out of bounds around the Highlander 38-yard line. So 18 yards on two carries for that young man, and he's, he looks pretty good, Heath. And the left side of the Highlander line now is starting to pick on the right side of the Tornado defensive front.
1: Well, what they're doing, Marty, is staying away from those big nasties in the middle. Yeah. They're getting it to the outside and going speed versus speed and letting Hill do the rest.
0: Same formation as they've ran most of the evening. And it's going to be a give right up the middle this time to Hill. And he kind of weaves his way through traffic out to about the 42, 43-yard line. And a nice little pickup of about five yards. This we'll say, it's going to be second in a long five with 6.25 left to go in the first quarter. You're listening to Twitsy Certified. Game of the week, and Alcoa leads
1: 14-0. Alcoa may need to bring an extra man here to fill a
0: gap. Yeah, they're going, and usually, Coach Nix is very, very good at making you know the uh, the changes necessary between series. And it's shotgunned, and it'll be a handoff once again. Not going to happen nothing doing this time for hill as he's hit behind the line of scrimmage still pulls his way forward that young man's showing some strength teeth as he's able to actually maybe pick up a few yards unless it was blown dead i'm not sure They're going to mark his forward progress at 42. That's going to be a loss of about one. It'll set up third down and six. Sorry, Heath.
1: No, it's okay. I was going to say one of the defensive linemen kind of picked him up and threw him another yard forward, and I think Ah. he thought the kid was on top of the pile so he wasn't down. So I think he was trying to rip him off and put him down to make (laughs) sure they called the play dead. And he went over to the ref after and to the player and was like, hey, my bad, and I think they're good.
0: Same possession this time in motion will come Cole left to right, and he's going to stay in and help block, and it will be Hammond's rolling left and it's through the hands of an alcoa defender that's williams number four and then dropped by the receiver i believe that was either 10 or was that the running back 16 hill out there in the flats that could not make the reception and it'll be fourth down and it'll be punt time for the highlanders
1: yeah i think that pass was intended for number 18 of gallenberg Pittman. that is tegan avera and Avera unable to come down with it, and so now it'll force the Highlanders to punt, and Isaiah Bryant back to receive for
0: Alcoa, as he stands at the 33. Quickly to our secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee, social media shout out to Josh and Leslie Livingston. They're in Chattanooga tonight, listening in. They're on their, they're enjoying their 19th wedding anniversary, and congratulations to those two people. Two of the nicest people you will ever meet. And I'd like to congratulate them on 19 blissful years of marriage. And the kick is short, Heath. Uh, Alcoa's not had a team really do a good job punting against them this season. I mean, we're only in the game two. But the ball was rolled out of bounds at the 39. But, Heath, as you say, it's better than being returned for a touchdown.
1: Very true, Marty. Just like that kickoff to start the game, a little bit of an onside squib kick by Calvary Pittman just to hope that Alcoa, didn't take it to the house. And unfortunately, the very next play they did on offense and Alcoa rolling along as it's 14 to zero with 5.02 left in the first quarter. Alcoa now in their third offensive drive.
0: Buckles with the ball, he'll turn, he'll fake. And it's just a read option and a quick throw to number eight. Or is that Howard? It's It's Isaiah Bryant. Isaiah Bryant with the catch. Just a quick slant and that equals six and a 61 yard touchdown from Buckles to Isaiah Bratt and as there's a flag down. Hey, this one's coming back.
1: Oh no, you hate to see that Marty after such a nice play and Bryant making a big one going cross field, all that effort to get 61 yards down the field and in the end zone. But more than likely Marty, if it's where it's placed out right now, it's probably gonna be a holding penalty.
0: Well, you saw Buckles, he stayed where he was at. He didn't go down the field to celebrate. That's what led me to start looking for a flag, and indeed we found one in the backfield, and indeed it will be an infraction against Alcoa. It'll be – the penalty will be marked off from the side of the infraction, and Alcoa now is moved all the way back to their 25-yard line. They've got to go all the way out to the 49 for a first down, so they're looking now at first down and 24. Alcoa with the ball, they break the huddle slowly, buckles in at quarterback. And I believe that is, is that Salter in at running back now with two receivers left, one right. Alcoa moving right to left and it's a give to Salter. He's up the middle out past the 30, 35, and drags tacklers out to near the 40. So he gets most of the penalty yards back on the carry.
1: Yeah, nice run that time by itty bitty Salter, getting back to almost the original line of scrimmage with that run.
0: And a nice bit of running right there. And once again, Buckles, he'll turn, he'll give to Salter. Salter will try the right end, has some luck and success. Is out past the 45, breaks a tackle, and out past midfield and into Highlander territory at the 46. And, Heath, that'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
1: Well, Marty Salter must have heard there's a player of the week award. (laughs) Now trying to catch up to Jordan Harris and Salter having a really nice drive here as Lance Williams will come out of the game for a minute to take a breather and they substitute another lineman into the
0: ball game. Indeed and offsides they're not going to call it yeah they will now. You cannot break the neutral zone in high school football and the Highlanders did and that'll be a free five yards for Alcoa and as a defense that's the last thing you need to do is help the Tornadoes offense end of the game comes Dugan who played really impressive last week too. Yep, Dugan
1: was a, is a really impressive young man Marty actually played his freshman season at quarterback at Greenback High School and uh, transferred to Alcoa this offseason and now they've moved him more into the secondary and also a wide receiver uh, very athletic and uh, made some nice plays last last week for Alcoa.
0: And there's a, they're stopping playing. the referees are huddling up. I don't know what the, uh, the chat's about. Are they? Uh, I guess Heath are saying that Alcoa drew the Highlanders off sides. I didn't see that.
14: Mm.
0: So it'll be Alcoa now, it'll be first down and 15. I stand corrected. And we'll quickly try to get some shout outs back in here momentarily, as I try to find our uh, post for the game. You know, my phone's just not working as fast as it used to be, I got like 11,000 songs on here so I slowed it slowed down. I need a bigger, much bigger, uh, hard drive, and I'll go here, Man, my phone's slow. <laughs>
1: they're trying to get everything situated on the field, 437 left in the first. Alcoa 14, Gautenberg, Pittman zero. It's been all Alcoa so far as they get ready to get things hopping again. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Buckles in the shotgun formation.
0: He will take the snap. The running back is Foster, and it's going to be a quick slant to Dugan. Uh, Over the middle and a good job of making the catch when there was good coverage applied there by the Highlanders and number 11, Anthony Garcia. Nonetheless, Dugan takes it to the 40 and will set up a second down and four. Nice play and Buckles seems to be finding his rhythm, Heath.
1: Yeah, good throw that time from Buckles. Starting to get some quick passes out and settle in and calm the nerves there at the quarterback position. Kind of a dual quarterback Uh, team for Alcoa with Caden Buckles and Zach Lunsford. Lunsford came in the second half last week. Probably will see much of the same this week as well, but right now we see a run as they hand the football off to number 25 of Alcoa.
0: That's DJ Foster, and he takes it inside the 35, down inside the 30, finally twisted down at the 28-yard line. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Alcoa going hurry up with no huddle from a shotgun. Foster still in the backfield. And they'll run a crossbuck to him once again. And he will give a ride to a Highlander all the way down to the 20-yard line. So a nice pickup of about eight yards for the Alcor running back. And quickly to the... Bliss Air Scoreboard. Buster Posey's just hit a two-run home to put the Giants ahead of the Braves, two to nothing. Shotgun formation for Buckles. He'll have two backs now, and now they'll flank Howard out of the ba- or Salter out of the backfield. It's a throw to Eli Owens, the freshman. He's got it. He breaks a tackle and he finds the maroon rectangle for another El Jimidor touchdown. Tornadoes and
1: Marty, I think that is Mr. Owens's first high school touchdown of his career. Only a freshman starting a tight end for Alcoa this season and he gets his first TD on the varsity level. Congrats to him
0: Indeed. and deed uh, and some more shout outs will give and it'll be to. A buddy of mine that's that's. Uh, housed right now with COVID Gary Dunlap Jr. The kick by bacon is up and doing so bacon lauderback adds the extra point and adds to the alcohol lead 21 to nothing we'll stay right here momentarily and get through some of these shout outs uh, my friend laura russell bonham daris michael george hajadakis listening in from tuscaloosa alabama christy russell Milstead, Angela Bowman, Joy Blevins, and as I said, uh, best wishes to my buddy Gary Dunlap Jr. Get well soon, my friend. I'm glad you got the vaccine. Um, and also there's uh, Brian Bledsoe. A shout out to him. Thank you guys for uh, following us on social media on 2Hop Sports. Also a shout out to Brad White. And now to the Carrico Construction kickoff. It is Griffin McAllister into kick at the 259 mark in the first quarter. Alcoa leading 21 to nothing. And we'll see if he can make it three for three. Heath on touchbacks. He kind of missed the last one, but he did kick it away from any Highlander and it was able to scoot into the end zone. This one's high end over end, maybe filled it. No, it'll hit it to one and scoot into the end zone and that'll be three for three on touchbacks for Griffin McAllister.
1: Nicely done by that young man as he will make his way to the sidelines and go over and talk to Coach Lopez. And now this Alcoa stingy defense back on the field. But a little bit of bend but don't break as Gallenberg-Pittman has had some nice runs kind of in the middle part of the field. And then they just kind of fall apart. And Alcoa's defense starts to tighten up a little bit. See if they can make some corrections a little bit earlier as this young defense continues to learn. We talked about it in the pregame show. Lost some key players off of this defense. He lost Camden Burden. He lost Isaiah Cox. He lost Greg Carroll up front. And then on top of that, Marty, your star linebacker, Major Newman, you move to the secondary and kind of have some younger linebackers playing um, near the line of scrimmage this year.
0: Look like early movement by the Highlanders. It's uh, going to be no advantage as the runner Hill on the play will lose yardage back to the 19. It'll be second and 11. And right now, Caden Buckles through the air for the Tornadoes is two of three for 37 yards. And... A touchdown. Actually, that's not updated stats. And we'll try to get some uh, more stats to you as we go along. Thank Trevor Dunkel for and and Scott for doing the stats for us here on Two hot Sports in the Twin Cities certified and Maribel Game of the Week. Shotgun motion goes Cole right to left. The quarterback drops and hits a wide open alco linebacker oh no. and he fumbles it and it goes through the end zone. No, it's recovered before it goes through the end zone by the Tornadoes and that will be a defensive touchdown and Heath, he was baited by Aaron Davis Shannon Mitchell's son and he just stepped in front of the pass and took it down, tackled it to one, loses the football and I'm not sure he was able to fall on it but it was a Oh, I can tell you air Jordan Harris boy he's played a good game and did you remember to bring the plaques
1: uh, yeah we have them in our backpack
0: good we'll add those we'll add a picture of that to our uh, two hop sports page on Twitter and Facebook as bacon lauderback hits it and it goes through and good and with 202 left in the first quarter Alcoy is out to a 28 to nothing lead we'll be back with more after this.
2: 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
0: We are back at Goddard Field for another Caraco Construction kickoff by Griffin McAllister, who is three of three on the evening for touchbacks. As he sets the ball on the tee, takes his steps and back deep, it looks like that will be Hill for the Highlanders. They're actually, that's number 12, I think. And that is Caden Froelich. The kick is away high. This will make it into the maroon rectangle and that will be the fourth touchback of the evening for Griffin McAllister. The young man is turning into a weapon, Heath, right in front of our eyes.
1: Another solid kick for that young man. The two good kickers is you've got a freshman and louder back who can come in and make plays for you and get the extra points. And then you can turn to a little bit more of a veteran and the junior Griffin McAllister. Two weapons for this season and next.
0: Indeed. And it is GP at their 21st and 10. Same formation, they've run all night long. They've had the wing or the tight end on the left and two receivers left with one running back. And that hill lining up on the left-hand side of the quarterback. Hammond. And Heath, this, this, I mean, they have to be super easy to prepare for. I mean, they've ran the same play like, of uh, their their 12 plays, they've uh, 12 to 15 plays, they've ran 85% the same play and it's just basically that give to the left to heal.
1: Well, you'd think super uh, easy to prepare for, but Marty, this team came down the field a few times on Alcoa and got about 40 or 50 yards on each of their offensive drives so far. So, you know, it may look easy, but can also be tough with all of that misdirection involved. But right now, a little bit more of shotgun than wing T, as Hammond's in the shotgun with a running back back there with him. He tries to hand it off, and he's not going to go very far. May have lost a yard on the play as Alcoa is starting to wear down this offensive line and get into the backfield.
0: Well, they've started to make those adjustments that I talked about earlier. As they do, uh, well, they're going to mark it out past the 20. It's going to be third down and a long nine with 50 seconds left to go in the first quarter and Alcoa leading 28 to nothing. Eli Owens will come on now to spell
2: a winded,
0: yes. Riley Long, good job Heath, you know this roster very well. (laughs) We're familiar with a lot of the players but there was a lot of numeral changes this season. Um, And only 13 seniors for the Tornadoes. (laughs) Somebody wanted a head start. And that was number 12 for the Highlanders, Christian Hoffman. And he was about six or seven yards downfield before the Highlanders snapped the ball. So uh, evidently he was not on the same page. Or I can almost guarantee you he was probably the intended target on the play. Well, Marty, when is not
1: the intended target, Hoffman also rotates with Brady Hammonds at quarterback, both of them sophomores for this football team. So we'll probably be talking about them over the next few seasons, but probably also building that relationship of a connection from Hammonds to Hoffman over the next few years.
0: Indeed. Shotgun. And this time, all three receivers take off down the field and are about six or seven yards from the line of scrimmage before the ball snaps. Something, uh, I don't know, <laughs> as he's speaking, you know, Spanish in the huddle and the rest of the players don't understand. It's just that's weird. Well, I think
1: it's very simple if you're a wide receiver, you're supposed to look down the line and not move until that ball does. And unfortunately, the receivers are going off of a hard cadence versus watching the football, and it's caused him twice now to false start.
0: And Indeed. And it will once again be Hammond in the shotgun. They'll have one receiver out wide to the right and Hoffman and two receivers to the left and they're gonna wait for the end of the quarter. They're not gonna get another playoff and we will end the first quarter with Alcoa enjoying a 28 to nothing lead. Let's take a 60 second timeout and we'll be back with more action on the Twin City certified in Maryville game of the week right after this.
3: Well, it's finally fall and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, Gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325.
4: I am Representative Bob Ramsey. A half-century Blount County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch, paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey.
0: Back at Goddard Field, the start of the second quarter and Alcoy leading 28 to nothing on your twin city certified in Maryville. Game of the week. The ball sits at the 11 yard line, and they've got 19 yards of real estate, do the Highlanders to pick up a first down here on third down. Shotgun, it will be Hammond still in at quarterback. He'll have one running back on his right hip, and that's Hill, and three receivers to the right as well. That's the long side of the field. They move right to left now on your listing device to start the second quarter. The give is to Hill. The ball's loose, course picked it up and carried it into Pater. And that is a touchdown for number three.
1: The Major Newman.
0: indeed. and that he just seems to be all over the place defensively at times, Ethan. That is, uh, it was a good run by Hill. And I thought he was about down and I noticed him get up and start scrambling and I'm like, and then I noticed that Major Newman had picked up the football and was taking it the other way for another defensive touchdown for Alcoa. And now a 34 to nothing lead for the Tornadoes pending the PAT by Lauterbach. The kick up, the kick doing. And just like that, 35 nothing Alcoa with 11.48 left in the second quarter, a huge lead, and we'll be getting out of here early tonight, Heath. And I think Gatlinburg-Pittman can go ahead and start the bus.
1: Well, <laughs> Marty, I've got some Bliss Air scoreboard updates for you. Uh, right now in the second quarter, William Blunt and Carnes are tied at seven. And also in the second quarter, it's Pigeon Forge 20, Sullivan e six. In the second quarter, Central and Fulton knotted up at seven. And also in the second quarter, West 14, Farragut 10. Interesting. West, the team we'll see later this year, Marty.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. That'll be a Thursday night game as well. It'll be a rivalry Thursday game. You can watch your TV, turn down the volume, and enjoy a good broadcast. (laughs) As long as you turn your radio up. Yeah, that's what I meant. That was my intention.
1: (laughs) Turn the TV down, turn the radio up, and just... Sink it in with the
0: television. And also on the scoreboard, the Bliss Air scoreboard, Maryville was a 21 point winner last night over Powell High School at 52 to 31. Who called that Heath? I've got proof. I've got it on Twitter. I said Maryville by 17 at least. At least. Well, they certainly did work. It
1: wasn't a close game. It started off that way, uh, but the Panthers ran out of gas and Maryville just outcoached them and they were able to pull away with a very nice win and a statement game for the Rebels.
0: Indeed it was. And the kid that they claim to be the best player in America, ah, he looks far from the best player in America. Now, he made plays as the kick by, as the Carico Construction kick goes into the end zone once again for a touchback be first and 10 at the 20 for the Highlanders, but he, th- he would make a play and then like disappear for four or five plays, make a play and then disappear for four or five plays. He was badly out of shape.
1: Yeah, he was a huge kid who could get through when he wanted to, but uh, only wanted to every other couple of plays because of the endurance. And so that's something he's gonna have to work on, especially if he's gonna wanna play at a big time school at the next level and start early, he's gonna have to build some endurance as uh, right now, the defense having to work on their endurance they're on the field a lot because they just keep scoring. And so now Gallenberg-Pittman on the first run of this series, they get about five yards on the carry, but they may be moving backwards as there is a flag on the play. We'll wait and see what the referee calls here as he comes over. And actually, it's going to be on Alcoa. Penalty on the tornadoes, and that will be positive yardage for once when it comes to a penalty has for Gallenberg-Pittman as they will move down the field. We'll see where they place the ball at. That's going to put them at the 40-yard line. And an automatic first down. So not the kind of play you want to see if you're Coach Rankin, Marty. So far, it's been a little cleaner than last week if you're Alcoa. But still, don't want to see penalties like this. Got to continue to work on cleaning those things up. And now, ball in the 40 in the shotgun formation. Here comes GP. They'll hand it off to 16. He goes to the right side and tries to match speed for speed, but Alcoa reads it and sniffs it out quickly because they've seen that play a few times. They get over to the sidelines and they bust him up after only maybe a gain of half of a yard. It'll be second, about nine and a half.
0: Indeed. And the the team last week, Ray County, they tried to go wide on Alcoa a few times or several times, and they, they got no had no luck going coast-to-coast as coach Nix is barking out some defensive signals with 11 minutes left to go in the second quarter 35 to nothing Alcoa and just an absolute beatdown shotgun same formation as they've always done except this time to the right the short side of the field and they're going to throw and almost picked off over there by Alcoa the number 21 that's Jules Scales and that's incomplete, and it'll set up now third down and a very long nine. I just said that. <laughs> You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. 10:43 on the clock and it's 35-0 Alcoa, shotgun formation for Hammond. He'll turn, he'll fake the give the heel, and he's gonna bite the turf is what he's gonna do. That is Elijah shot out of a cannon on the blitz from the blind side, and he buries the quarterback back at the 30, and that'll force GP into another punting situation. back all the way back to the 31 so it will be fourth down and 19. And on to punt, oh, I've got to remember my binoculars. And I get—I do get new glasses next week. Marty just start
1: saying good run by the running back and I'll tell you who it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good because these numbers are hard to read from up here and the darker it gets the worse it gets. I hate pastel numbers. <laughs> There's the snap. The ball is away. It's an end over end. Low kick fielded at the 46 by, it looks like, Isaiah Bryant. Bryant, He's found a wall. He's the 30, 25, 20, tripped up by Hammonds at the 15. And is finally, uh, may not matter. Finally dropped and loses his balance as he falls at the seven. But yeah, Heath and Scott Dunkel have pointed out a flag laying at the 32 yard line. Heath, these are these are penalties that will get you beat against a team like Maryville. Maryville looked really good last night, although I do, yeah. I do think their secondary looks suspect and a little slow.
1: There's some holes a little bit in that defensive secondary, Marty, but there's not many holes on that football team. No. They are well coached. Um, they do a really good job making adjustments when they need to. And they did a good job coaching a game plan that I don't think necessarily was fully centered around Walter Nolan, but they really kept the ball for the most part away from him, away from allowing him to disrupt the play. I thought Carson Jones had a good game, but I thought Noah Vaughn Indeed. was really the key guy for that Mariville offense. And he's gonna be a young man that's going to be tough to stop for Alcoa.
0: 210 yards on 21 carries. And they're gonna run a jet sweep to Dugan, Dugan finds a hole, turns it upfield, picks a block, and has got one man to beat, slips through him. He's at the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, into the maroon rectangle for another El touchdown tornadoes, and that pushes the lead to 41 to nothing.
1: Yeah, nice 42-yard run on the jet sweep to Dugan, and Dugan takes it to the house. So now... Marty, we've, we've already hit mercy roll if it was to start the third quarter right now. Now we're going to continue it even more as they've extended their lead. And here comes Louderback for the extra point. The snap looks good. The hold down by Lunsford to kick up. Louderback, and it is doing. your score with 9.28 left to go in the second quarter. Alcoa 42, Gallenberg-Pittman 0. We'll be back in 60 seconds.
7: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover.
0: Back at Goddard Field where Alcoa has just extended their lead to 42 to nothing over the Highlanders with 928 left to go in the second quarter. It will be McAllister to kick thus far. All of his kicks have been into the end zone for touchbacks. This is a Carrico Construction kickoff and Steve Carrico getting his money's worth tonight and will this season. McAllister's kick is boomed. This one is deeper than any other one so far. Actually, it hits the goal line, and luckily it bounced sideways and into the end zone. If not, that ball was gonna be live around the goal line, and there was nobody on Pittman that that was even given an effort to get to the football. So another touchback for McAllister. Six for six on the evening, and Alcoa just having their way now with GP be a long bus ride back to Gatlinburg-Pickman for the Highlanders this evening. They've had their head cut off and you know what I'm talking about if you've ever seen the movie Highlander Queen did the soundtrack and it was excellent. I've got that album. (laughs) Shotgun, the give is gonna be the heel once again. He's gonna try the middle and he's going nowhere. He'll go backwards for a loss and hate that Alcoa defense now has just gotten stiff.
1: Yeah, just creating a wall up front, forcing them to have to bounce it outside. And when they do, these linebackers in secondary are getting up to the line of scrimmage a whole lot quicker now, recognizing these plays and not allowing them to get any further. So second and 12 for Gallenberg Piven with 8.55 remaining here in the second quarter. Alcoa up 42 to zero.
0: Shotgun, same formation, except to the right with uh, the running back and the three receivers. And it's going to be a give to, is that a new running back in now, number 20? 16, Marty. Yep, nope. six-sixteen. That's still heel. He takes it, just about gets back to the line of scrimmage. He does elude a tackle, which would have been a huge loss. And then he scampers back to about the 19-yard line. So it'll be third down and 11 on the next snap. And I'd like to thank Josh Stevens, the athletic director for all the hospitality and all the uh, stuff he helps, gets us to help prepare each week as the ball will go to Hill once again, right up the middle. He's out past the 20 to about the 22 yard line. That'll set up now third, fourth down and eight and Gallenberg pittman will see if they'll go or punt. They send in the punter And uh, the last one almost went back to the house. And uh, here's the punt, plenty of time for the kicker. It's low end over end, and it's going to be Isaiah Bryant directing traffic, just telling everybody to stay away from the ball. And it will be down at the 44, so the best punt and change of possessions for Gatlinburg-Pittman they've had all night. Uh, hooray for small victories, Heath.
1: Absolutely, Marty. And now let's see what this Alcoa offense can do again as they're back on the field. and. Plenty of time still left here in the second quarter for them to continue to extend this lead. As Kaden buckles in at quarterback, Elijah Cannon appears to be the running back back there with him. So he gives the play call to the line, and now they'll come up to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be an I formation. Marty it looks like more of a stack I here. I saw lightning in the background. Two tight ends set here in the I formation as he'll turn and hand it off to Cannon.
0: Yep, he's got it, he's got a big hole. He is going to take it to the house. Another 56 yard touchdown as Elijah Cannon enters the maroon rectangle. And the lead now is 48 to nothing with 657 left to go. And wasn't Gatlinburg Pittman the victim of like a 93 to seven pounding from Alcoa back in 2006?
1: Yeah, pretty darn close, I think, to that score, Marty. It was it was brutal, and one of the games that probably helped fuel the mercy rule, uh-huh. so that way games like that would not happen again. But a 56-yard run by Elijah shot out of a cannon. As he gets it down the field in the end zone, and the kid from ladderback is up, and it is doing your score with 6.57 left to go in the second quarter. Alcoa 49, Gallenberg Pittman 0. We'll be back in one minute. Yep, it's
6: that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Marable be the choice. Over 600 pre owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600 or click twincitycertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Marable.
8: We all come from many walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com.
0: Goddard Field where the Tornadoes lead the Highlanders 49 to nothing as we are at the 657 mark in the second quarter. The Tornadoes are just scoring at will from every angle, offense, defense, not yet special teams, but soon as the kickoff once again out of bounds, or not out of bounds, but out of the end zone and another touchback for Griffin McAllister on the Carrico Construction kickoff. Stay tuned at the half for the Whitlock & Company Halftime Report and the Bliss Air Scoreboard. We'll have action from around the county and the region and all the stats that took place here in the first half. There won't be much for Gatlinburg Pittman but there'll be a lot for the Tornadoes and we'll we could probably go ahead and vote for player of the game at halftime too. We're definitely gonna be in Mercy Rule in the second half as we go back to the secret safe place for newborn social media shout-outs to there's lightning again over in the background. There's gonna be a delay in momentarily before this thing is done. And pickup of a couple on the play by Hill. And uh, they're running that kid till his nose bleeds. He's had it about every play for them. How many how many carries does he have now, Scott? Well, before this this drive, he had. Yeah, I can't see it on this board. Um, we'll move it down. There we go. Um, Hill, Levi Hill, 13 carries for 55 yards, and now he's got about 57 on 16 carries, or actually 14 carries. He carries again right there uh, for another couple, actually a decent little run out to the 28, and it'll be third down now and two. So this is a manageable situation now for the Highlanders. So, yeah, he's got 15 carries so far in the first half. And, like I said, they've ran that young man until his nose has bled. Uh, Different formation now. They've got one receiver to the left, two to the right. Scrimmage on the far sideline. And once again, it is Gatlinburg-Pittman moving right to left. It's going to be fourth down and two. And it will be the punt unit sent on once again for the Highlanders.
1: Marty, even though Mercy Rule doesn't start until the third quarter, Gatlinburg-Pittman better watch out. This score is getting high quickly.
0: Ugly. Bryant back at the midfield stripe to field the kick from the Gatlinburg-Pittman punter, and he gets it away. This is the best kick of the night. It goes way over the head, hits at the 35, and will take a long Highlander roll, actually rolls out of bounds at the 30, so a good kick that time by the Highlanders, and it will be Alcoa first to 10 from their own 30, and I would like to see, and I was going to say, right here he comes, Zach Lunsford. I'd love to see him get some reps with the first team offense. They didn't play him last week until the second half. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, outthink any coaches or whatnot, but uh, Zach played last week with, with you know the backups and, and all that, and I wanted to see him get some reps with the first team offense. And he will now with four thirty-five left to go in the first half and a forty-nine nothing lead. Elijah Cannon in the backfield. With Lunsford, two receivers right, one left. Alcoa travels left, right on your listing device. He loads, he throws, he underthrows, and ah. it's picked off by number 18. That is... And he's still on his feet, is number 18. That is Tegan Avera. And he'll return it into Alcoa territory. And, you know, just coming off the bench, probably a little stiff, um... And a good play there defensively by the corner, the um, Avera, and it's Pittman football now at the Alcoa 48-yard line.
1: Yeah, just underthrew that one at that time to Major Newman instead of leading him, and Newman recognized it late, tried to come back and and get it, but the defensive back read it the whole way, came ran, came away with a big time interception with Gallenberg Pittman for to. Just for a moment, try to stop the bleeding and see if they can do something as they have the ball at the 48 yard line. See if they can move down this field and do something offensively.
0: And Alcoa mixing up the defense. Same, a different look, two receivers left, one right and a wing to the left for the Highlanders. Once again, it'll be a give to Hill right up the middle and he'll go nowhere. It'll be second down and 10 and and he now has That was his 20th carry of the evening. He's got 67 yards. So he's a workhorse for this team. He better have a, you know, a pretty good threshold for pain or (laughs) tolerance because he's starting to get lit up.
1: Uh, He's probably been bumped and bruised over the last few seasons, Marty, as now a senior running back for this team but trying to give it all his ha- all he has in his final year certainly not the way they wanted to start the season a really tough loss to Seymour last week and now second week of the year having to face alcoa
0: and he gets the ball again up the middle and he is just drilled at that point by number two f- number two that is shannon mitchell's son aaron davis and he just lit him up pick him up off his feet just Perfect form tackle, and it'll be second down or third down now and 11 as he loses a yard on his 21st carry of the ball game. So it is GP back to the line. Shotgun, one back, two receivers each side, and more lightning in the distance. Throw is a down and out to a receiver on the far side of the field. It's complete, and he's run out of bounds at the 44. And is that number not, number 12? That's Hoffman, the other quarterback, makes the catch and scampers out of bounds uh, to stop the clock with 224 and running. So evidently, I think they've decided to start the mercy rule clock now.
1: Probably wouldn't hurt.
0: And I've just gotten noticed that the lightning is 13 miles away, so they're going to continue to play as of right now. They are aware of it. And basically just taking their time are the Highlanders. I think they're just wanting to get to halftime here. As they're standing around, I think they're going to take a timeout as the play clock starts to expire. We'll take a Lee Franks. A volunteer home mortgage timeout with them. It'll be a 60 second timeout. We'll be back with more of the twin city certified in Maryville game of the week. Right after I tell you the score with 146 left in the first half is Alcoa 49, Gatlinburg-Pittman. Nada.
9: We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
0: Talking about the weather. As we watch the rain approach, maybe it will miss us, but there's a minute 46 left to go in the first half. Alcoa leads 49 to nothing. And it's Gatlinburg-Pittman, they're gonna throw and it's picked off. Picked off over there by number eight or number six, that's Eddie Salter with Anoski. And he basically makes the catch and falls to the turf as he dives for the ball. And it will be Alcoa's ball at their own 40-yard line with a minute 42 left to go. And we'll see if Lunsford, nope, it's Buckles back in for the Tornadoes. A minute 42 left to go, 49-0, Alcoa here in the first half on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville game of the week.
1: And Marty, after Lunsford made that interception, Rankin, you could see him on the sidelines, he turned to Buckles and told him, you're going back in.
0: Shotgun, handoff to Cannon. Cannon bursts through a big hole, breaks a tackle in the secondary, he's gone. He's gonna rush and race straight into the maroon rectangle. And now the GP defense is no resistance whatsoever to a running attack of the tornadoes. It's now 55 to nothing with a minute and a half left to go and the first half. Pending the PAT from Lauterbach, Heath. Hey, this is just I knew that Gatlinburg Pittman wasn't good. I just realized, didn't realize they were this bad. Yeah,
1: lost a lot from last year's team Marty and um, even though you bring back six on offense and six on defense, those players you lost on both sides were big time players and so Go from a 10-3 and record last year to starting this season at 0-2, and it's going to be a tough uphill battle for this young team with a new head coach playing in a region that's really hard to get out of when you have a team like Alcoa in front of you. So uh, 56-0, to a minute and a half left in the second quarter. And, Marty, you hate to say it, but this is the type of game where you almost consider calling it at the half.
0: Yeah, you do. You almost – if I'm if I'm Gatlinburg-Pittman still going to the locker room, i load up the buses and hightail it back to Sevier County. This this is, there, there's no coming back from it. The only thing you can really do, you can get some younger players, some playing time, uh, but more than anything, you're probably just gonna get them hurt. As it will be once again, Griffin McAllister to kick off for the Carrico Construction kickoff here with a minute and a half left in the first half. It's been all tornadoes all night long. And we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And it is McAllister with kick. It's high once again end over end. This one's gonna be it's gonna hit at the one and bounce backwards and forced to return the ball are the Highlanders, and they'll get out to the 21. It's their best start of the game, and that is number 18, I think, on the return. No, 16 at Hill. Number 18 the...
1: for Alcoa, Marty, almost lit him up.
0: Yes, he did, as they will have their best starting point after a Caraco construction kick all night long at the 21-yard line. And he was just going to let it go, and all of a sudden it bounced at the one-half-yard line and went backwards. It looked like a, you know, a, a golf shot that hits on a green and backs up, and he's able to catch it over his shoulder, and then he takes off upfield, but that was almost disastrous once again. And you could tell by the body language of the Highlanders, they've they've quit.
14: I
1: think they're ready. Yeah, they're ready to pack it up and at the very least get to halftime. So they'll probably run once or twice here and uh, get to the end of the second quarter as they'll turn and hand it off to Hill. He'll tries to evade one. He's not going to evade the rest. One yard gain on the play
0: and it'll be second down and nine and if i am well i might just let as many seconds as i can run off the clock before i snap it and just try to get out of here i might even start taking a knee right now heath just to make sure nobody gets hurt
1: if i'm hill i might take a knee (laughs) and keep handing the ball off to him
0: yeah it's getting the point now he's got uh 20 One or 22 carries on the night now for 67 yards. And he is really starting to take a beating. Is it new quarterback or is that still 16? I think that's still Hammond. No, it is Hoffman. That is a new quarterback into the game now for the Highlanders that same play and same result about a two or three yard pickup by Hill on the carry as that should do it for the first half. There's now less than 20 seconds left and the play clock's at 34, so the Highlanders do not have to snap the ball again, and they're not going to. They're just gonna shuffle off the field and into the locker room, as Alcoa will make their way to their locker room as well. And the first half will come to an end with Alcoa leading 56 to nothing. We're gonna take a three minute break, and when we come back, we will have the Bliss scoreboard and the Whitlock and Company halftime report after these messages.
10: That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on
11: your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Ever 13 or so.
7: Whitlock and Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over a hundred employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping,
10: Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blount County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did.
12: CBD is sold everywhere these days.
13: But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products.
12: 100% certified organic full spectrum.
13: CBD American Shaman.
12: The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology.
13: Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee.
12: Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD.
13: Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. Not
12: evaluated by the
1: FDA. to diagnose, treat, cure, cure, or prevent disease. Well, just like the song, Scott, Gallenberg-Pittman may want to pack it up, pack it in, and probably wish they hadn't have begun and head their way back to Gallenberg-Pittman after a rough and tough first half as the Alcoa Tornadoes lead 56 to zero, your
15: thoughts of the first half? Well, kind of like what you said with the uh, music right there—they probably want to jump, jump on the bus and <laughs> head on home. Um, very rough first half for Gatlinburg Pittman. It seemed like every time Alcoa came to the line of scrimmage, they were running down for another touchdown.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This. This, uh, you know, the Gallenburg uh, offense was something I was intrigued to see coming into this game, knowing the new head coach, his background was a wing-T offense, playing at Georgia Tech, taking the wing-T offense a lot of places he went with him. It almost looked like they kind of changed that up a little bit tonight, went a little bit more shotgun formation. Right. And, they had, you know, Hill's a pretty good running back. He's got some speed, obviously. He's a good skills player. But... Cole figured him out pretty quickly. Yeah.
15: But first, and, and like said, down. That first series, Yeah, you know, they brought it down down the field a little bit, had a penalty I believe that backed him up somewhat, and then after that, Coach Nix had made the adjustment, and um, honestly, I really felt sorry for Levi Hill after that point.
1: Yeah, he's been getting beat up as this defense gotten stiffer throughout the game, and we'll see what kind of adjustments are made in the second half, but We've got some lightning about 12, 13 miles away right now. We're hoping it stays that way um, because I don't see any major storms at the moment. So hopefully we're okay. The only storm I do see is this Alcoa Tornado football team as they have really come to play tonight. Um, And and probably we'll see some younger guys get some
15: opportunities in the second half. Oh, yeah, most definitely, Heath, because, um, well, you're at 56 to nothing. That's going to be pretty obvious at that point that you're not playing – first team after this, you know, yeah, you may even start with your third or fourth squad at, at this point. But.
1: Absolutely. Well, well, Scott, I know you guys have been working hard on the stat system over there. Are we ready to go with our statistical breakdown? I believe we are.
15: Heath, let's okay. go ahead and get a little bit of information here, starting with the visitors. That'll be the Gatlinburg Pittman Highlanders. 25 rushing attempts, 52 yards, 2 of 7 and passing 3 interceptions, 18 yards, Total plays from scrimmage, 27. Total offensive yards from scrimmage, 70. Total all-purpose yards, 18. 15 of those yards came on the last kickoff where the ball kind of ricocheted back and didn't quite go in the end zone, and they had to run it back. So he'll about 15 yards on that. He has 23 carries for 69 yards. Brady Hammonds, two carries, negative 17 already tonight. Um, Gallenberg-Pittman has three first downs, five penalties, for 60 yards, and obviously, as mentioned earlier, no score. Taking a look at Alcoa tonight, uh, pretty much a lot of people getting involved tonight on his, this one, Heath. But what's really amazing to me right here, and I mentioned this earlier, is how um, it felt like Gal- um, Alcoa just had to touch the ball and they were running for a touchdown, 12 rushing attempts, 279 total rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Four out of six in passing one interception, 68 passing yards, 16 plays from scrimmage, 347 total offensive yards, 370 all-purpose yards. Alcoa has five rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown, and two defensive touchdowns. Caden Buckles leading the way, um, started getting the starting job tonight. Again, four of six, 68 yards, one interception, and a touchdown. Waterback kicking extra points tonight for Alcoa, eight of eight. So, obviously, doing an outstanding job there. Looking at rushing, Caden Buckles, two rushes for nine yards, one touchdown. Eddie Salter, two rushes, 30 yards. Elijah Cannon's had the biggest night so far, two rushes, 104 yards two touchdowns, Jordan Harris, three carries, 74 yards, a touchdown, Major Newman, one carry, 42 yards, a touchdown, one catch for 11 yards. Jamal Williams, a catch for 10 yards. Derek Foster, two rushes for 20 yards. And Elijah Owens, one catch for 20 yards and a touchdown as well for Alcoa. Again, Alcoa dominant in the first half here up 56 to nothing over Gatlinburg-Pittman as we kind of watch the halftime show for Gatlinburg-Pittman along with the clouds and, as Heath mentioned earlier, a little bit of lightning somewhere in the vicinity. So that's where we're at right now at halftime, Heath. Well, Scott, uh, you talked about it a minute ago,
1: 279 yards on only 12 rushing attempts. That's an average of 23.25 yards per carry. Just... That's difficult for anybody to stop and slow down. And, and this Alcoa team running rampant on this defense. And if there's anything we've learned tonight, too, Scott, it's that this offense has a lot
15: of options in the backfield that they can turn to. Oh, right. And Alcoa definitely showing it tonight. And, you know, it makes you kind of wonder if gatlinburg Pittman kind of came into the game already knowing who they were playing, still down a little bit from facing or losing last week week to um Seymour who Mm -hmm. had not won a game all all season last year and you know whether they had really already come into this game not really expecting much out of it well we'll see what if any adjustments they're
1: able to make to slow things down in the second half the mercy rule will also help with this big score as it'll help speed the game up but Scott weren't not wanting to speed up this halftime show as we've got plenty to do. We're going to take a two-minute break when we come back. Trevor Dunkel on the headset to talk to you about scores from around the area. And, heck, if we've got enough time, we may even bring Dan on as well, the intern who had a great job talking about this matchup before the game. Um, I do have to toot my own horn just for a moment with Dan as there's 56 points on the board right now. As I said, 56-3 to three would be the final score. Even though now after this, there may be a little bit more than even I said. Yeah, and I don't believe you're going to get that three. (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to get that three either. But we'll take a two-minute break. Trevor and Scott, we'll be back in just a minute.
2: Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost effectively. From concept to completion we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com That's C-A-R-I-C-O-Construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust.
14: If
7: you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home
9: with the right price. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
2: or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. All right, and
15: welcome back to the City certified in Maryville, game of the week. If you are listening or have been listening to the Alcoa Tornadoes leading Gallenberg pittman 56-0, to 0, this is Scott Dunkel along with Trevor Dunkel. Trevor is going to get us updated here with the um, Bliss Air scoreboard. Let us know what is going on around not only our region but also around the area as well.
16: All right. Thank you, Scott. Um, so I'll start with our region, as obviously that's the most important throughout the year. Um, so it looks like uh, Austin East trying to bounce back from their 35-0 loss to Fulton last week, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen as they're losing to Clinton 32-0 in the second quarter. So not close there. Um, and then uh, Northview had lost last week to Unicoi County. However, they get in Let's say easy win this week Uh, due to COVID West Green had to forfeit that one uh, moving uh, Northview to one and one in the season Um, and then Sullivan East travel to Pigeon Forge tonight. Pigeon Forge leading that 27 to 12. Um, And then lastly, uh, Union County, one of the new members um, to our region um, is leading Claiborne 12 to zero in the second quarter and then moving to uh, local teams that we're probably all interested in. Uh, You have Marable last night, as you guys talked about earlier, just soundly uh, defeating Powell 52-31. Oh, that was a
15: great game. I watched that uh, and uh, actually watched a little bit of it, listened to a little, bit, a little bit of it on our station as well. Really good game.
16: Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I heard. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch it or hear it, but definitely heard it was a good game. Um, and then moving on, um, I always hate saying this, but Heritage is, is losing as always. Uh, they travel to Campbell County. Campbell County is leading 21-7 in the second. Um and then William Blunt wanting to bounce back from Clinton from last week but again another team that's not not getting a win this week it looks like as they're losing to Carnes nineteen to seven and a half however that's still close. um and then Greenback uh, is leading Oneida six to zero in the second. Um, you also have Cherokee who traveled to Seymour tonight Cherokee leading seven to three that just started in the second quarter and then Battle of the bridge is tonight as Loudon hosts Lenore City. Loudon leading that 22-0 in the second. However, could we have predicted any different as Loudon normally dominates? Loudon's
15: had a good start beating Sunny Daisy last week as well. Oh yeah,
16: They've had a good couple of uh, years lately as well. Uh, Moving on to other scores of interest, another team that gets a win tonight due to COVID is Kings Academy, Um, as Meigs County had to forfeit that game. Um, then you also have West to travel to uh, Farragut to take on the Admirals. The Rebels are losing, or I'm sorry, the Rebels are leading that, 21 to 17 at
15: the half. And that'll be a good game coming up for us, I believe, around the 23rd of September, as Alcoa will be traveling, I believe, to West on that night. Oh
16: yeah, definitely will be a good game. Cannot wait. Um, and then some other teams we have uh, Hardin Valley who uh, traveled to Morristown West. Hardin Valley losing that 10 to 7 at the half right now. Um, and then Fulton taking on Central. Fulton leading 14 to 7 at the half. Um, and just a couple more. We have uh, Bearden taking on Oak Ridge. Uh, Bearden Bulldogs leading 7 to 0 in the second.
15: would that, be a good game if Bearden's leading Oak Ridge. That's, that's good. oh yeah, really good.
16: yeah definitely. Um, and then Halls uh, manhandling Morristown East tonight, 36-7 to at the half. That's... Yeah,
15: come back from the loss to Gibbs last week. So. <laughs> I
16: was wondering if you'd say anything about that. Um, and then Grace Christian traveled to South Doyle tonight, and that's tied 14-all at the half.
15: Yeah, Grace Christian had a really good game last week, um, I
11: believe, defeating
15: believe South Doyle last week. If I'm correct, I may be... They're taking on South Doyle tonight. Oh, okay. (laughs) My my mistake. Okay, but they had a good game last week anyway. All right, we are watching as the players are back on the field, loosening up, and Gatlinburg-Pittman's headed back out as well. Um, Just a couple minutes left before we start back for the second half of this game. Again, you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maribel Game of the Week as Alcoa leads Gatlinburg-Pittman. 56-0, 56-0, uh, Scott Dunkel alongside Tre- Trevor Dunkel as he brought you to Bliss Air Scoreboard. We are going to take a couple minutes here and um, get back with you and Marty Millsaps and Heath Dunkel will be bringing you the second half. We'll be back shortly.
3: Well, it's finally fall and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325.
4: I am Representative Bob Ramsey. A half-century Blount County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey.
6: Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Marable be the choice. Over 600 pre owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600 or click twincitycertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel.
7: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover.
8: We all come from many walks of life. But no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We
9: are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chai town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see
10: you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on.
0: To Goddard Field in Alcoa. Griffin McAllister set to kick off again on the Carrico Construction kickoff. And Alcoy leads coming out of the locker room 56 to nothing. It was all tornadoes in the first half and didn't meet much resistance from a very outmanned Highlander football team.
1: And Marty, you talked about lightning before the end of the second quarter. It's gotten closer here right before the start of the third, and they have come to a decision that they're going to do 10-minute running clocks for the third and fourth quarter, and if there's any delays because of lightning, they will call the game.
0: Yeah, that's what I figured they would do, because I'm, if I'm Gatlinburg-Pittman, I'm praying now for lightning and, and to get out of here, because they've, they've really taken just a uh, just a primordial beating here in the first half. 9.20 and running on the clock. It's 56 nothing. Alcoa. And it is, once again, a kick that was a Careco Construction kickoff that was into the end zone for a touchback. And same, I think Hoffman ended the first half at quarterback, and is he back in? Now, I think that is Hammond, and it is. He gives it to Hill, who turns it upfield and falls at the 25-yard line. So another good run by that young man. And there's Lightning, and that one was close, Heath. We'll see what they say. The officials are looking at each other. They haven't made a decision. We're still playing. Marty, you also have
1: younger kids, the second string in at defense for Alcoa, so you might see some bigger chunk plays right here with these <clears> younger guys getting an opportunity now here in the third quarter.
0: Some of these younger guys, especially on the defensive front, are big. And it is Hammond's back. He'll turn. He'll give the ball to Hill once again. who has got a big hole and another missed tackle. He'll run it out past the 40 and finally be tackled as he gets down and out to the 45-yard line. So a uh, a good pickup on first down, or to pick up the first down out to the 45-yard line by the Highlanders. I'm just checking on the Bliss Air scoreboard. Adam Duvall just hit a solo home run for the Braves, uh, yet they still trail the Giants 3-1 to one in the second inning. Still early. Plenty of time for those Braves to come back, Marnie. Not against the Giants. (laughs) Hill with the ball. Once again, a big hole. He's now amassing a lot of yards and breaking a lot of tackles. As he's finally brought down at the Alcoa 35-yard line. And he's really adding to his stats now. He has run the ball a lot in this game. And that's got to be over 25 carries for him now.
1: Well, the starting varsity unit, Marty, able to open up some gaps against the second string of Alcoa, and Hill's got a lot more room to run and has probably taken out some of the punishment he was given in the first half on the second stringers.
0: That was about his 27th carry of the night. That's gonna, those those runs are going to get him close to 100 yards on the evening, and he's deserved all of them as it's going to be play action now, and it's going to be Hammonds running, running looks, throws, makes a good pass, and it's complete at the 30. And it was complete to the big all-state candidate, that is Cole, as he makes the catch at the 30-yard line. He's just a big-body receiver that gives you a large target, and he's easy to find. Good hands, a good-looking kid, too. He looks the part.
14: Yeah,
1: great catch by that young man. It's now second and five here for Gallenberg-Pittman as we've got a running clock here in the second half so 640 remaining in the third 56 to 0 Alcoa leads and Gallenberg Pittman is driving
0: and it will be a give to Hill right up the middle he goes untouched until he gets to about the 20 and then number 17 for the tornadoes that's Dawson Sweetland makes the Ole tackle at about the 18 yard line and uh, some yardage now being put on his stats for Hill and Gatlinburg-Pittman threatening for the first time this evening as they are now in the red zone. Six minutes left in the third quarter on the Twin City Certified of Maryville game of the week. Snap, give to Hill again. He's going to take it up the three hole. And he'll get inside the or get down to about the 15 yard line that'll set up second down and a short six. Actually they're gonna say it's just shy of the 15. They've got to go inside the 10. So we'll say, yeah, right out it's a short six yards for a first down with five twenty remaining in the third quarter. 56-0, Alcoa. Trevor's Tornado Trivia. You can answer that on any of our social media handles and we'll get you a gift card to Windy City Grill. Windy City Grill is excellent. I, they're on DoorDash too if, if you if you want to do that.
1: Nice tackle that time by number 52, the sophomore defensive
0: lineman, Sean Williams. A lot of young men playing now as Alcoa has emptied the bench. and It uh, looks like Lunsford, Lunsford has his helmet on. It looks like he quarterback for Alcoa in the second half.
1: Yeah, some numbers bunched up over there on the defense, but I can make out a few. Um, looks like we've got, like I said, number 52, Sean Williams. You've also got number 40, Cole Welch, a sophomore linebacker in at the game. We'll talk about a few more here in a moment.
0: And off the hill, he goes and breaks contained to the left. There's going to be a penalty for holding on number 57 of the Highlanders and that'll negate a first down that's Lorenzo perez and that'll bring it back and negate the good run and first down for the highlanders is that'll move the ball back to probably about their own or no the alcoa 28 yard line if that's an infraction call and it is then we'll put them all the way back to almost the 29 yard line so they've got to go to almost the nine so it's going to be second down and 20. Or actually, third down and twenty, and that's a lot for this offense to amass in one play. They've not shown any kind of any kind of big chunk yardage plays except for a couple of runs earlier on this drive by Hill. We'll see what they call it. I might just give it to him right here. And they do. Right up the middle. He's got a big hole. He's inside the 15. He's down to about the 11. He picks up. Uh, no, he's down to about the 16. So that's going to be fourth and seven. And do you send a field goal unit out onto the field just to get on the scoreboard? I was hoping they would just to get my <laughs> score prediction of 56-3, to Marty, but I don't think it's going to happen. And Dan actually predicted 49-7 to in his scouting report. So if they score right here, it'll be 56-7. He'll be really close to being on it, but there's still two minutes and 45 seconds left to go into third. And it is Alcoa leading 56 to nothing. It will be Gatlinburg-Pittman. They're moving left to right on your listing device with two receivers wide to the right and one back and heel on the right-hand side of the quarterback getting the ball. He's inside the 10, he'll pick up the first down as he gets inside the nine down to about the eight. Good runs for that young man. He's probably easily about the 30 carry mark now of this ball game. Couple other young men to
1: talk about. Number 68, Mason Martin, a freshman defensive lineman in the ball game. Also number 16 for Alcoa. That is Garrison Stevens, a sophomore defensive back in the ball game at this time.
0: And it'll be first and goal from the eight yard line for the Highlanders. Same formation as the last down. And they give it once again, same play. This time it's eaten up over there by number 21 for Alcoa. That is Jules Scales, and he made a great play blitzing through there and making the tackle for, I was going to say a loss, but it's going to be about, still going to be about second and goal from the eight yard line, as we now have less than a minute and a half left in the third quarter. Sophomore (coughs) linebacker Terrence Long assisting on the tackle there. Thanks, Heath. Same formation, two tight ends set, two receivers wide, and the running back heel on the right-handed hip of the quarterback. And it's going to be the quarterback, Hammonds, carrying. And Heath, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's his first carry of the evening. And it's going to go for an eight-yard touchdown as he was untouched into the end zone and a touchdown for the Highlanders that cuts the lead to 50 at 56-6 as we await the PAT. And I still can't read that kicker's number. Is it number 10? That would be Aiden. Yeah, Aiden Jeanette. And it's up and doing. And it's 56 seven in favor of Alcoa as the clock will continue to run. Or it should run. Start it. We're going to take a 30-second timeout. A Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. And we'll be back with the Carico Construction Kick on the Twin Cities Certified Game of the Week right after these messages.
11: Your smile, it's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, What we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho.
0: At Goddard Field in Alcoa, where the Highlanders just get on the board with an eight yard scamper from their quarterback Hammonds to cut the lead to 56 to 7, as there's 30 seconds left in the third quarter. I would have let the clock run during the timeout. <laughs> um, and I'm sure the Gallenberg Pittman wouldn't have minded. So, Marty,
1: some more substitutions in this ballgame uh-huh. as uh, some backups on the kick return. Back to receive, it looks like, if I'm reading this correctly, I think number 21, Jules Scales, and I believe also number 12
0: for Alcoa, Eli Graff. And also Reed Gossett. And back deep. And it's going to be a squib kick. It's going to be picked up by the up man who's just going to follow on the ball wisely, and that's number 26, Terrence. Long. Yes, And another sub in the game, they're also back deep, was number 20, was that 21 scales? He was back deep that time. And Mm -hmm. number 16 now into the game to quarterback is Garrison Stevens. He's 5'11", 150 pounds. Oh, that's the uh, lights that Josh bought. There, uh, we've got the party lights that Josh Stevens, the athletic director at Alcoa bought, and it has added to the excitement of the games as it's kind of a strobe light experience. and really cool if you ever get a chance to experience a game here at Alcoa High School. This is almost college level experience uh, here at Goddard Field and Bill Bailey Stadium.
1: So if it was dark early, Marty, they, they would need to do this before the game.
0: Yeah, right. And we'll get some of that probably in in November in the playoffs, uh, in October when it starts getting darker. But really cool though, really, really cool. How cool, now on the field, they do have a freshman and that is Garrison Stevens in at quarterback.
1: Now, Marty, I'm pretty sure Zach Lunsford is actually in a quarterback right now. Is he? So 16
0: was just in. He's our wide receiver. Okay. So they've got him listed here, but he's receiving. It is Lunsford in a quarterback. And two backs, a split eye. And it will be given to Scales, who's going to take off. He's at the 40 midfield, makes a move, turns inside, and is tripped up as he gets to the 40 and falls forward to the 37-yard line. So a nice run now by Jules Scales as it moves the ball into out or Highlander territory at the 37. And there's a Highlander on the field with a cramp. The first one we've seen tonight, and I'm surprised there's not been more, Alcord does a great job with their conditioning and Peggy Bratt makes sure these guys are in tip top shape and administers attention to these kids. Um, Often, and one of the, the best trainers in our area. And mariville lost Joe Black last year. As he retired, he had done it for years. So, you know, just, just our kids are looked after really, really well here by our trainers. And it's going to be Lunsford and his shotgun. One back. And he will get the ball. Big bowling ball type of back as he starts. 25, 20, 15, 10. It's the freshman at the five. And tackled at the two is Shannon Salter, 59, 235. He looks like who was the Jaguar? It came from LSU. It was like a the, the human meatball.
1: <laughs> Are you talking about Leonard Fournette when he played? For no, them? no, no. It was uh Yeah Maurice Drew who was yeah, a really Maurice good. Yeah, Maurice
0: Jones Drew. Yeah. The human. he looked like a human meatball. And uh little Jerome Bettis. Yeah, but Jerome Bettis was tall though.
1: Yeah, but he could move for a big guy. Mm,
0: yeah, he could. Lunsford in at quarterback, shotgun. And it's Salter once again. He'll get the give, and he'll break one tackle mm. and, and just couldn't get his own man out of his way, or he could have pulled the Highlander into the end zone. And with just enough leverage and help from Salter's teammate, the Highlanders are able to stop Salter at the three-yard line. So Alcoa looking to get into pay dirt. We're into the fourth quarter now. Eight minutes left in the game. 56-7, Alcoa. The ball just inside the three-yard line, second and goal, as it is in the common sense pest control red zone. Two backs in now. One of them is number 26. That is Terrence Long, along with Salter, who gets the give, and it's fumbled. Oh, it's fumbled. It's fumbled, and it's picked up by the Highlanders. And that is the hill that's been all over the place offensively for GP. And he makes the recovery there as the back was just trying to struggle to get into the end zone. And that's the reason these kids play in this situation, Heath, because he will learn from that. He'll He'll also hear about it. But the thing about it, they'll learn. They'll know what to do next time. And that's the reason when it's their turn to step up, Heath, they don't make the mistakes. Yeah, that time they handed the ball off to Terrence Long and Long unable to hold
1: on. And Yeah, Marty, he came over and immediately Rankin brought him over. He didn't yell at him. He brought him over. This young freshman trying to learn, and he just gave him a talking to real quick, patted him on the helmet and said, all right, go back over there and sit down. And now it's time for this young defense to continue to get some more opportunities against the Gautenburg offense who scored on them last time.
0: And then they'll start from their two-yard line. A lot of turf to cover as the give goes to Is that a new back in the game now?
1: We will find out in just a moment. He's got several tornadoes on top of him. Uh, Yeah, he's got a lot of (laughs) tornadoes
0: on top of him at about the four or five yard line. And now I think it's Hill again.
1: Yeah, it's Hill. You can tell by the long blue armband he's got on.
0: Yeah. And the fact that he's gimping back to the huddle after he's got now 31 carries. That's his 32nd and he's got about 153 yards rushing and they didn't give him they let the quarterback score the touchdown but that young man gets a football for effort tonight because he's played his heart out six minutes left to go in this contest it's 56 to 7 alcoa and the give once again will be the hill and he'll be drugged down at about the eight yard line he'll pick up three more yards and it'll be third down and Heath, I'm not sure why he's still on the field. If he's your best back, why is he playing when y'all are losing by 49 points?
1: Well, if you look over at the sidelines, it might tell you you've got a few kids on crutches and not a lot of depth.
0: No, no, but uh, I wouldn't create less of it by getting my best running back hurt in a game that, that was decided about three hours ago. Well, not three hours ago, but a couple anyways. Shotgun formation, it's Hammond's at quarterback, and he'll turn, he'll give the ball to Hill again, who takes it upfield, he's got room. He's at the 15, breaks a tackle, out past the 20, and brought down at about the 22-yard line. And slow to get up, helped up, though, by the Tornadoes, as I'm sure they respect the effort from that young man this evening. And I'd say there'll be a few of the Alcoa coaches that'll go find that young man, too, and tell him what a great game he's played. 4.50 450 now left in the game. Alcoa leads 56 to 7 on the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. We bought a car last year after the state championship game at Twin City Certified and we got a 2019 Subaru Outback and I absolutely loved that car. Shotgun give Hill again, breaks a tackle, breaks a second, and unable to break a third and a fourth. But he does drag a few tornadoes with him out to the 30 as he picks up eight yards on the carry. Man, it's almost child abuse what they're doing to that kid. Hmm. I mean, do something. Throw it. You know, give the kid a down off.
1: Yeah, they, they have... Handed the ball off to him, Marty, 95% of this game, if not more?
0: Oh, easy. He's been there all, all their offense. And he's got about 35 carries now. Shotgun. I wonder what the record is for most carries in a game. I know Heron Tyson. Was it Tahiran or was it uh, the, his little brother that, that had 52 carries in the state championship game? That game, it was freezing. Raining sleet sideways and it just awful. And I think he had 52 carries that night. And Coach Rankin said, you know, that, that was pretty much child abuse, what we did. But we didn't have any, another running back. I, I think one of the running backs, uh, I can't remember who it was, but had was close to getting hypothermia. It was so cold. But regardless, another pickup there, or a first down for the Highlanders. They moved the ball out to the 47. And we are now down underneath three minutes to play. Uh, without correlating fifty six to seven and Marty, not the only
1: tornado you talked about Tyson a minute ago, not the only tornado to set state records as a I know you'll remember Jerron Tony with the single season rushing touchdown record set, and I think he surpassed it in the state championship game. I
0: think he did. I think he ended up with fifty two touchdowns that season. he had an
1: incredible year and then uh went on to walk on, I believe to the University of Tennessee and had an opportunity to for them and got some special teams love. Got to see him over the next he, few seasons playing on special teams under Kiffin.
0: He ran the ball as well. Mm-hmm. So he had some, some touches at running back. Uh, just, a, a, just a really good kid. I, I can't believe he ever played division one. He w- had the most narrow shoulders I've ever seen for, a, and that's what probably made him so slippery. Two minutes now left to go in the game. A, a first down by the Highlanders into Alcoa territory at the 43. Once again, the give is the hill. He takes it, he runs, he's at the 35, he pulls the young Tornadoes with him, finally ushered out of bounds by a host of Tornadoes at the 31 yard line. And that'll be another first down for the Highlanders. And a minute 45 now and counting 56-7 Alcoa. I also like to think uh, we've not received his commercial yet. He's been out of uh, pocket As Jerome Moon, state representative, would like to thank him for his support for Alqua and Maryville high school football. Minute 20 left. Highlander's in no hurry, and I'm sure that Hill's not either. He's like, did I get the ball again? Shotgun, he's going to end up having about 40 carries on the evening. Now he moves to the right-hand side of the quarterback, and he will get the fake. It'll be Hammond's running, and he'll get inside the 30 down to about the 27-yard line. A nice pickup by the quarterback on first down. And he'll get the playoff that time, Heath. He's got to be hurting. 50 seconds now left in the game, 34 seconds on the play clock. So they'll have to snap it one more time. They break the huddle, and they're in slow motion. It's, once again, Hill to the left of Hammonds, the quarterback. Two receivers left, one right, and the give will be to Hill. And he'll get hit at the line of scrimmage and drop for a loss back to the 30. And, yeah, he's getting up. I'm like, no, he didn't hurt himself, did he? So it'll be third down now and uh, seven for the Highlanders, and that's gonna be it, Heath. They don't have to snap the ball again. There's 12 seconds left. That's gonna do it for action here at Goddard Field. Alcoa will go to 2-0 on the season, and they will take a 56-7 victory into week two next week, as they will travel, we will travel, up Sevierville Road to Northview Academy. And that game, Heath, will probably be almost a carbon copy of what happened tonight here in alcoa
1: yeah more than likely marty and a a game that i will unfortunately miss but i will be back in two weeks for our next big time opponent he
0: happens to be able to just happen to miss the game that's on the road
1: (laughs) usually we're on the road a lot we got lucky this year
0: yeah three road games all year long and alcoa doesn't play road games they play interstate games and uh, we'll be at Northview Academy next week. We'll uh, do the pregame at 6:30, the Aberdeen Orthodontics pregame, and that will be followed at seven with the Carico Construction kickoff and the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. Uh, be another region game right now. Alcorn improves to 2-0 on the season, 1-0 in region play, and they'll be looking to go 2-0 next week. And Heath, two weeks, they're staring at a Maryville team who looked really good last night against Powell.
1: Yeah, a lot of things still to work on and clean up. This score, indicative that they can put points up on the board, but they're still gonna have to get some things going on offense as this Gallenberg-Pittman team's offense is not close to comparable to what they're gonna see against Maryville. And Gallenberg-Pittman had some success early on until Alcoa cleaned some things up. So a lot of opportunities still for this team to get better. And you know that with Coach Rankin and Coach Nix, they certainly will do so. But we're going to take a break, and when we come back, the post-game show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week, Scott Dunkel, myself, and Trevor Dunkel will be on the headset. We'll also bring in our player of the game and permit, present them with the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
9: This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation.
13: But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products.
12: 100% certified organic full spectrum.
13: CBD American Shaman.
12: The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology.
13: Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee.
12: Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD.
13: Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed.
12: I believe Not evaluated by the FDA. Not intended to diagnose. Keep, keep.
2: Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O, construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust.
9: El Jimidor Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
1: here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week here at Alcoa High School. I'm Heath Dunkle, alongside Scott Dunkel bringing you this post game to start. And we'll have our special guest, player of the game, here up in the booth in just a moment. But Scott, dominance by the Alcoa football team. They were, they were cruising at the half and just kind of closed it out in style. What also helped is that the game went down to 10-minute quarters in the third and fourth due to lightning and due to trying to get this game over with because it
15: had gotten severely out of hand. Definitely, Heath. It was was not looking pretty for um, Gallenberg-Pittman. You know, I'll call it a huge lead at halftime, and the good thing for the continuous clock to um, be able to keep that rolling, allowing um, pretty much for the mercy rule to allow um, Gallenberg-Pittman to get the clock ran out, Uh, getting a score in the meantime as well. But... um, you know, again, dominance from Alcoa, I believe, um, you know, when you were talking to the intern earlier. Dan. Dan, yes, and him mentioning um, about how much or how many points Alcoa had scored versus Gatlinburg-Pittman in the last several years. Mm-hmm. You know, a huge amount. Tonight's game, no different.
1: Absolutely. And Alcoa 13-0 and against Gatlinburg-Pittman all time since 1977 going into this ball game. And tonight, none different as well as they now move to 14-0. Don Berkman still has yet to ever defeat the Alcoa Tornadoes in several years. And uh, Coach Wagner's first test against Alcoa, uh, a new head football coach here in uh, 3A football, um, had previously been the assistant at South Pittsburgh as he helped lead them to a 1A state championship football game where they lost in the state championship football game. Um, but had to move, moved up to 3A in Marty, or not Marty Sky? Excuse me. <laughs> he picked a tough region to move into for his first 3A gig, as this was a very good Alcoa football team this season. And uh, they've lost some stuff on defense, but they didn't miss a step tonight. I thought they, I thought they played really well. There's some things to clean up, but we see that every season early on. I think they get better and better each and every game, and uh, it's really nice um, too to know that you've got a couple of games each year before you play Mariville right. because it allows right. them to really grow, figure out their identity, and what works and what doesn't.
15: Right, exactly, Heath. And, you know, talking about things that clean up, I'm sure Coach Rankin will be discussing a few silly penalties that Alcoa should not have been um, committing, mm-hmm. basically. So, um, but overall, um, a very good game on Alcoa's side, that's for sure. gallenberg pittman I'm sure happy to get out of here and head back home tonight.
1: Certainly do. I'm sure they're happy about that as well. And, um, Scott, while we wait for our player of the game to make it up
15: to the booth, um, if you are ready, we'll go ahead and have you do the stats before we go to break. All right, sounds good. Heath, we'll start with our visitors, the Gatlinburg-Pittman Highlanders tonight. 43 rushing attempts, 192 yards, 2 of 7 in uh, passing tonight, 3 interceptions, 18 yards. 45 plays from scrimmage, 210 total yards. Uh, from scrimmage, 225 all-purpose yards, one rushing TD that came from Brady Hammonds. Brady was two of seven for 18 yards, three interceptions. Was sacked once. He did have a rush, five attempts there for four yards uh, total with one with one um, my fault with one touchdown. Levi Hill, the workhorse for the Highlanders tonight, 38 carries for 188 yards. Um, going to give that, that young man a lot of credit. Reese Cole had a catch for 20 yards as well for the Highlanders as they put up um, one touchdown and an extra point for seven points tonight. Alcoa, 16 rushes, 344 yards, four of six in passing one interception, 68 yards. 20 plays from scrimmage, 412 total offensive plays, 435 all-purpose yards, five touchdowns, rushing, one passing, and two defensive touchdowns. Caden Buckles, four of six, 68 yards, one interception, one TD. Caden Buckles also rushed two times, nine yards a touchdown. Eddie Salter, two rushes, 30 yards. Elijah Cannon, two rushes, 104 yards, two touchdowns. Jordan Harris, three carries, 74 yards. And a touchdown, Major Newman, a carry for 42 yards and a touchdown along with one catch for 11 yards. Jamal Williams, one catch for 10. derek Foster, two carries for 20 yards. Shannon Salter, three carries, 34 yards. Javel Scales, I believe. Is that Jewel right? Scales. Jewel Scales, thank you. One carry for 31 yards. Again, Heath Alcoa putting up Lots of yardage tonight and lots of points.
1: Absolutely, Scott. Well, I'm going to take the headset off you, and we're going to hand it off here and get ready to go ahead and turn it over to our player of the game, number nine, the junior Jordan Harris. We'll bring him on the headset, and uh, we'll take care of him here, get him set up as uh, Jordan's coming on with us. Uh, impressive performance by this young man. Jordan, how you doing? Good. Good, a little worn out. A little tired, a little tired. <laughs> I would say so. Uh, Jordan, a great game from you tonight, man. All over the place. You had three carries, 74 yards, and a touchdown right out the gate. That first carry took it to the house. Just talk about that. What, what were you seeing? Was the line just opening it right up uh, for you?
17: As soon as uh, the ball was snapped, I seen a big old wide open hole. <laughs> just hit it, cut back, and I was gone.
1: You were gone, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Looking back at last season, you really started to make a name for yourself last year mm-hmm. as a sophomore. I think the first thing that comes to my mind is that big-time hit at Austin East that went viral. <laughs> I'm sure you love uh-huh. that. And everybody started to go, who is this kid? This kid, this kid's special. And, and, and you've grown a lot over the last couple of seasons. What did you do this offseason to really help prepare you for your junior year? I really worked. I put in work every day.
17: Woke up. Worked with my cousins. They're all in college right now. Worked with my cousin Isaiah, Taryn got up, worked with them almost every day and I could just I could
1: feel myself getting a little better each time. Absolutely. Well, you know, you had a great example, as you mentioned a minute ago, Isaiah Cox last season had such a great senior year for us, right? What was it that you took away from his work ethic that helped lead to yours? I just seen
17: how he played every game practice. And I told myself I wanna I wanna be just like
1: him. Yeah. Well you're certainly doing a great job of that and then we talk about the offense but defense as well. You had that pass that looked like it potentially at first, it was going to be complete to Reese. You turned around, quick reflexes come up and come (laughs) away with that one. It looked like that ball was right there when you spun around and you got on it quick.
17: Yeah, it uh, it was right there. As soon as I turned around, I kind of got burnt for a second. (laughs) As soon as I turned
1: around it was right there. I just had to make the play. Well, you certainly did. And then on top of that, you got Davis with a big time play. He's going down the field and it looked like to me, you tell me if I'm wrong. He was trying to get that touchdown and he, was. he was and uh, ball slipped out. His arms was real slick so yeah. and
17: ball slipped out. I, I just picked I couldn't even <laughs> I just seen a ball. I just picked it up and jumped in the end zone.
1: Hey, if he can't score, someone's got you yeah. right and you certainly did. So making plays all over the field and uh, you know take away from a game like this. You know Ray County, you guys are growing. You're growing as a defense, Mm -hmm. especially. I talked to Major about this before the season. You lose Isaiah, you lose Gray, you lose some big-time players. You lose Camden Mm -hmm. Burden. Now you got to get Major to move into the secondary to help out. Some younger linebackers playing now with Davis. Cornette's done a good job as a sophomore. But, you know, you've got some experienced guys, too, that are trying to help these young guys grow. You uh, trying to help out there in Major. What are you telling these guys, and how are you helping them prepare? Because in a few weeks, you face – your crosstown yeah. rival, the Meribel Rebels, and I know you guys are probably have that circled on the calendar. How are you helping these guys get ready? I'm just telling them exactly what all my sen- all the seniors last year
17: tell them what they told me, and that we just all go out there and play, have mm-hmm. fun,
1: do what you, know what you got to do, do what you got to do, and we'll be good. Absolutely. Well, the. Each player gets better by the leadership before him setting the Mm -hmm. tone, right? And Isaiah did that, and now you and Major are doing that for this team. And we can't wait to see what you do the rest of the season and next year as well. We're excited. we got another year (laughs) of you. So I'm sure we'll have you up Mm -hmm. in the booth again. But thank you so much for coming up here with us. We uh, presented him a minute ago, and we'll – We'll show it to our fans, too. We presented him with the player of the game from Smoky Mountain Axe House, so we're going to go ahead and let you take that with you. Thanks. And also our rebranded new logo sticker, the 2Hype Sports, to let you take home as well. you. This is uh, Heath Dunkle with Jordan Harris on the air, for those listening back at home. And uh, we're certainly proud of this young man, and we can't wait to see what he does the rest of the year. Jordan, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, sir, and we'll be back in just a few minutes.
7: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
2: or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense.
3: Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS one six four one three two five.
4: I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey.
6: Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Marable be the choice. Over 600 pre owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600 or click twincitycertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel.
1: Well, this song's fitting, Trevor. We will rock you being played at the moment, and we certainly did, as the Alcoa Tornadoes defeat the Highlanders of Gallenberg pittman 56-7. An impressive win for Alcoa. And just a moment ago, we presented the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week to Jordan Harris, the very impressive junior running back who just can do it all, also played on defense as well. Might as well just call him an athlete. He could probably play whatever position you put him at. But was extremely impressive. Uh, But we've talked a lot about this Alcoa football team and game tonight. We'd like to turn it over now to Trevor, as Trevor keeps us up to date each and every Friday night with scores from around the area. So a lot of these games now, probably in the third and fourth quarter, ours ended early. So some of these other ones are probably not finished just yet. But Trevor, tell us where they're at so far.
16: Oh, yeah, no, they're, they're never finished when, when we are, except for <laughs> Maribel, They're one of the only teams that can keep up time-wise. That's true. Um, however, they got an advantage by uh, playing last night where they uh, defeated Powell 52-31. Um, but going over to regional, some uh, teams that obviously will play throughout the, the year. Um, Austin East traveled to Clinton tonight. Uh, looks like Austin East is going to get their second loss of the year, as at halftime, Clinton leads 46-7. to um, and then, like we talked about earlier, Northview Academy got a, um, a easy win tonight as West Green had to forfeit due to COVID. So they'll be will be taking on Northview next week as they're one and one. Um, and then Pigeon Forge hosted Sullivan East tonight. Pigeon Forge leading that 27 to 12 in the second. Um, and then Union County looking to get their first win of the season as they lead Claiborne 34 to zero in the third. I'm then moving on to Blount County and surrounding areas. Um, Heritage looks like they're going to take their second loss of the season as they're losing to Campbell County, 28 to seven in the third. Um, And then William Blount as well. Looks like they'll get their second loss of the season as they're losing to Carnes, 33 to seven, also in the third. Um, And then Greenback looking, uh, hoping to get their first win of the season as they're leading Oneida 14 to seven at the half. Um, And then Seymour, Hosting Cherokee tonight, Seymour leading that 23-7 at the half. And then also an update of Battle of the Bridge as Lenore City and Loudoun uh, play against each other tonight. Loudoun leading that 29-0 to at the half. Um, and then some other surrounding areas of interest. Um, again, another team that got an easy win tonight due to COVID is Kings Academy, as Meigs County had to uh, forfeit that. So apparently if you're... Uh, If your school name has Academy in it, you're just going to get an easy win this week. (laughs)
14: Um,
16: And then battle right now is West um, is at Farragut's. They just both exchanged a couple of touchdowns. West leading that 41 to 38 in the fourth. Um, Hardin Valley traveling to Morristown West tonight. Morristown West leading 24 to 7 in the third. Fulton um, hosting Central tonight. Trying to see if that score updated, but it's not. Looks like it is uh, Fulton leading 24 to seven in the third, and then one I saw that just updated. Looks like Hall scored another touchdown as they lead Morristown East 43 to 19. Actually, it looks like both um, just scored touchdowns, and that's still in the third. Um, and then Grace Christian traveled to South Oil tonight. South Oil leading that 20 to 14 in the third, so still a very close game there. And then lastly, um, Bearden is losing to Oak Ridge right now. Oak Ridge leading nine
1: to seven some tough matchups So the ones that stick out to me that Oak Ridge game that's a pretty good game right now um and then also that west very good game west a team in a four weeks from now that will be playing as alcoa goes has northview then maryville then pigeon forge and then they travel and go play a very good west football team it'll be another great test during the season for alcoa alcoa likes to have a few of those you know you play right. maryville every year um, you've had Dobbins Bennett the last few seasons that have put up a good fight. Um, West will be a really fun one. You're going to have to come ready to go. There's some teams I think that Alcoa is able to kind of get through pretty quickly, but West is not one of them, and they're going to be a really tough opponent. But um, we got to get through Northview first, um, and hopefully they're able to do that next week. I'm sure they will be and continue their streak as uh, Alcoa with the win tonight. I believe that is their 48th consecutive region win, the last time. Alcoa lost in region play, was in 2011 to C.A.K., would have been a fantastic Trevor's Tornado trivia. We'll have to bring that back again later on this season and see who who can get a ride. Hopefully they were listening tonight. But, um, Trevor, your final takeaway from tonight's game. Um, Well, one thing I do want
16: to add to what you are saying, another opponent you can say that we need to look out for is is COVID. You don't want to fall victim to what West Green and Meigs County fell victim to
1: tonight. Um, that can definitely derail anyone's season. Absolutely, COVID undefeated. So you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, gotta keep yourself away from that and make sure you're taken care of. Whatever your preferences are, be safe. Take care of those around you, um, and let's all let's all hopefully get out of this um, as unscathed as possible or as little damage as possible. And we wish all of the players and their families and their coaches well wishes and that they stay safe as well throughout this season and the other broadcasters that we have the the courtesy of meeting throughout the year and and uh, fans and athletic directors and staff that take care of us everywhere we go Um, but we're certainly appreciative of josh stevens and the work he does here and the coaching staff as well who provides us whatever we need and allows us the opportunities to come on the field during practices and other times to uh, interview or work with or give video for Two Hype Sports, you can catch us each and every week on Two Hype Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram now. As we do have an Instagram page you can start following for graphics and updates throughout the week. Monday morning quarterback will be up and rolling on Monday morning as I will be giving that to you and giving you the highlights of what you missed this week in high school football in Blunt County and what you have to look forward to this upcoming weekend next. And uh, Trevor, it's been a pleasure to work with you guys tonight, Um, and thank you so much everyone for tuning in. For uh, all of us here at Alcoa, and for Andy back at the studio, I'm Heath Dunkel. Your final score, Alcoa 56, Gallenberg 7. Until next time, so long, good night, and yes, that just
14: happened.
7: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all-season traction, and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your
8: crossover. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com.